Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we have some special guests with us tonight. We have from the Aider Kids, we've got Jimmy and Will. Hi. Hello. What's going on? Good, man. Thanks for thanks for having us on the show. This is super fun. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for driving all the way out to you kind of before it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no worries. Jimmy made it sound like we were going to Vegas. You're, uh, you're halfway, you're halfway there. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to make everything as exciting as possible. Or Palm Springs, I mean, at least. Yeah. yeah. We have fruit orchards out here, so that's cool. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I lived out here for a little while. I Did you really? In, I lived in Norco oh, okay. for about six months, which is a little bit west of here, but not really far. Pretty exciting there. How'd you end up there? Uh, uh, when I got out of the Marines, uh, someone I was friends with and roommates with, uh, he was born and raised out here. So he was like, hey, you can come chill at my place till you get yourself situated if you want. And I was like, all right, because I was getting out. And I got out and stayed in Norco for about six months. We stop at the Chick-fil-A there sometimes. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm familiar with Norco. Is it, what's Norco, like north of Corona? North of Corona. North of Corona. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's clever, right? It's so lazy. It's like so you. <laughs> Yeah, you're in the so you like South of Yucaipa, so you SoCal, so yeah, California, so hip. Okay, I don't know any of this. I'm from I'm from Chicago originally, so like a uh, West Chai? Uh, no. <laughs> I when people people started calling it Chi Town like right after really? I got out of there, and I was like, who the fuck is doing this? Like I want to go back no home. Calls it Chi Town. Yeah, and then and then everybody started doing it. Uh, Oh, yeah. dude, I think it was a song, California Love, from Chi-Town, the Bay Area and Back Down. I'm sure it was some. Oh, I bet you it was. <laughs> I'm sure it was some, some. You hear something in a old people, a popular song, and there's a hook or a phrase in it, and everyone will start just repeating it over and over again. So that's, that's how Kokomo got so popular, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Have you watched the Goldbergs more? Oh, yeah. I, Have you seen the Kokomo one? No, not yet. I just watched, um, I'm up to, like, Barry starts wrestling. Oh, gosh, yeah. There's one where he's, like, he's going to be a male model, and his dream is to, like, move to Kokomo one day, and then his, like, heart is shattered when he finds out it's not a it's real not place. It's not a real place. The Beach Boys made it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that show is cool. I, uh it really does capture what it was like to grow up in that time. Oh my god, yes. But the thing that gets me about it is all the pop culture memorabilia that they have in the background. Whereas in that time period, you wouldn't really have the access to get all that memorabilia and actually 
own it. Like some of the Halloween costumes, like the episode where they go as Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's like at that time you would have not been able to get that Ghostbusters costume. But it's so cool that they overemphasize it to show you that environment. Yeah. Well, and they obviously, I mean, because that kid has every toy from back then. Like, right. We were saying he had like. He has a, the flag. Yeah, the giant G.I. Joe like aircraft carrier. I had that. Yeah. You had that? Yeah, yeah, You yeah. had it? What? Yeah. Uh, I got it for Christmas one year as my only Christmas present. Wow! Um, Damn, that was the only thing I did. Asked it take for. up like your whole room. Uh, my, um, it it took up like where the bed would. It was six feet long, and it would take up about as much room as my bed did. Yeah. Jesus Christ! It was so, a toy. It was a toy. It was an aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah it was huge. It was Jesus. All, probably as long as that half couch right there. And it was like two hundred. Nineteen eighty five dollars. No, it's one hundred. I remember ninety nine ninety nine. Okay. Can you take it like a pool? You can't break in. No. No, it just stayed in my room. So I would just set up all my GI Joe shit and just invite my friends over and we'd play GI Joe on the aircraft carrier. <laughs> but it's weird because like the thing about toys is like eventually like the your He Man toys get involved. And oh the sure. Transformer toys. Get Star involved. Wars guys jump yeah, in there. You know, yeah. Like it ends up like a brawl of all your toys. <laughs> I was impressed recently. I went to, I bought a Nerf gun that I had to paint for a shoot, and uh, they have zombie apocalypse Nerf guns now. Really? Yeah, and I, I find it interesting because we just had like that thing that kind of looks like a cannon, that thing that kind of looks like a bow and arrow, <laughs> you know? Yeah. The thing that looks kind of like a handgun. It's a lot more specific. Full on zombie apocalypse. Yeah, this one had like <laughs> blood yeah. tape that was around it, and, like a wooden <laughs> handle. And, a yeah, they, shaft and- I was looking at one. They have like a bat, and it's like a bat. It's just a straight up <laughs> bat, and it's not even that because I, I like I was showing it your dad and I was like, you could do some damage yeah, with these things. Yeah, we use it for the pinata at my kid's birthday party. It's yeah, it's, it's a, legit, a bat. Mini bat? It's, yeah, it's bat. like here, here, kids. Here's yeah. a bat. Here's a zombie bat. <laughs> go hit things. <laughs> hey, hey, go pretend Mikey's a zombie. Go on, go have fun. <laughs> so you guys are comedians. Yes. And you came to Los Angeles in pursuit to that comic career? Yes. Yeah, I came out on a lie. So. <laughs> on a lie? Yeah, I came out on like the classic move to LA man kind of thing. Uh, <clears throat> I had a buddy who uh, was starting to work as a TV producer. And he was offering me, um, if I came down, he could try to help me find writing work. And. Uh, I went to one, like, dinner thing at a bar with him, and they did, he did the whole, like, gonna see a lot of this guy, and I've never seen any of them since. <laughs> it's been, like, four years, at least. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I just, I stayed. I, I loved it out here. Um, yeah. Well, and where did you come from? Uh, Chicago. Oh, that's right. You already said that. Yeah. So I did, I did stand-up out there for four years, and then uh, I started doing it when I came out here. Nice. Is there any video uh, documentation of that stand-up anywhere? <laughs> there, there may be still. Uh, I know there's like really old stuff from when I first started uh, up on RooftopComedy.com. Uh, and then <clears throat> if you want to see something more recent, you could probably find something on YouTube. I probably have it blocked. <laughs> something. <laughs> My stand-up's uh, evolved over the years, but it's always been... Uh, Pretty dark and um, not like a bad way, just gross. I have this whole bit about f- when I found out my mom's a 
my mom had a clitoral piercing. She told me one night when we all got drunk together. <laughs> so, like, it's just stuff like that where it's like, ah, Dude, you know, I'm dirty. <laughs> my mom's, like, 60. I'm going to wait another couple of years before I try working on that one again. So I kind of retire things after I feel like I've grown them. I've grown them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always, like, uh, when you're up on stage, four minutes sometimes can feel like an eternity if, if you start out thinking like yeah this is going to be great and then you start saying it and it's not so great like that's happened that happens a <laughs> lot and then you, you like something in your head is like you can abandon this or you can stick with it and something always tells you no stick with it and then it's just, <laughs> you just gotta stand your ground and then you just get off stage Keep feeling, oh my god, I've had some of the worst, worst, worst. Uh, there was this uh, old uh, mic called Bruco. It was in Westwood, and uh, it's a college venue open mic because it's right, you know, by the college over there. So you get all these rich little college kids that come in, and um, there's an open mic there. It was up in this den that looked like one of the wooden camping hideouts you would stay in summer camp, but just <laughs> like that, like the plastic windows all around and everything. And um, just this just gritty looking barn like open mic, and this group of college girls comes in, and it's like just after midnight, and it's the girl's birthday, and she's wearing a tiara, and their friends are all happy and drunk, and um, the type of people that only text in shorthand, and that's it, all numbers and letters and hashtags, <laughs> you know, just partying and having fun. And uh, I grab the microphone, and I just open up telling them like. I'm going to mind fuck you tonight. And then, <laughs> I like, you take humanities classes, you take psychology. And then I decide to talk about humanity is so fucked up that we created a belief where our God had to torture his own son to see if we could be faithful in the end because he really didn't trust humans enough. So he needed to see, what if my son was a human? If I torture him to death, would he still love me when I die? And it fucked up the whole room, man. Yeah, Jim forgot to mention, there's like a <laughs> beat poet going behind him. And this was like, a stand-up comedy act? Dude, yeah. There's like yeah. juggling behind no. him. There's like, it's all about the ambiance he sets up before he goes no. into that. But it, no, it, it was, I threw some one-liners in there here and there, but um, sometimes you just want to speak your mind and sometimes your mind goes to the darkest thing. And I guess the comedy... In my head, in that situation, because you don't always do things to make the audience laugh. Sometimes you do things to amuse yourself. And I fucked up some girl's birthday party, and I think that's most amusing <laughs> to me at the time. It's I like... Uh, fucked up. The thing that... Because Jim and I started doing stand-up out here together, um, at the West Side together, around the same time. And he, he ran a couple shows over there that I did, and uh, uh, and he helped a couple shows that I was running. Um, but the thing I've always loved about you, Jim, is that, um, you're just such a fucking scarred individual. Like, you're so, like, like, gritty, and it's real, and, uh, you add a lot of that fun element to the writing process for stuff now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Um, 
But as far as the stand-up goes, uh, he's he's more of the B poet of, of not stand-up. not a lot of airplane peanut jokes, <laughs> that, and that kind of thing. No, no, no. I'll, I'll be super it's, relevant, but no, I'm just horrible, dry, punny one-liners. I love puns, so like your stupid Arnold Schwarzenegger type puns, I love. So I have just a, a whole mess of those that I throw in pirate jokes, everything. So I'll go super dark. I'll do poetry where I rhyme and beat, and it's all dark. And then I'll just blurt out some random, horrible, corny, punny one-liner and just balance that contrast. And sometimes it works really well. If I can get the tension just right and then kick in a one-liner, it's like a slingshot and releasing it. But there's some nights I'm just so angry and depressed. I can't get out of it. And there's not one ounce of me that wants to be funny in any way, shape, or form. And I want everyone else to feel it. You know, I heard that if you pie yourself in the face when you're feeling like that, it makes you feel... I would like to bring that back. I would like to see just people randomly pieing each other in the face. <laughs> Not just, enough of that anymore. Yeah, there, it, it, it was, it was, it's a lost art, man. Uh, I'd be so honored if I just got pied once. Um, so you guys have a group, which I like, speaking of puns, I like the name of your group. It's, wait, the, the Aider. The Aider Kids. But it's theater. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. You're the Did you guys person. even know that? No, that's why. <laughs> and Phil, you're so astute. No, no. I'm being dumb. I no, realize you're the that. only person. Everyone what? else is trying to say, oh, do you mean like hater? Hater? Everyone keeps saying Really? Hater. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, dude. People think you're haters. Yeah, oh, everyone goes to hater whenever I come. Really? No, not hater. But that was like incredibly hater. obvious. No, so did I. Yeah. <laughs> so did we. And every, no one like ever It's like gets the own eaters, right? <laughs> It's simple. No, I was high, and we wanted to call ourselves theater kids because we met in the theater, and it's like it's a really popular, overpopular name. Theater so, kids so yeah, we we just wrote theater kids, and and then Jim was like, right, I'm only going to do it if we do this, and he and he moves the you know that's the, <laughs> the kids were like, fuck, fine, no, all right, so that's just what we're going to call ourselves. We were stumped. We were just and like, stumped. and really, it was because like we we came up with everything. We wanted to be poop shoot for a while. We'd already designed the logo where it was like it was a little poop with a helmet, and he had a, a parachute coming out, and he was like, you know, it's like an army sort of looking poster, you know, and pooper we were, patrol. And he was going to be the pooper trooper, yeah, and uh, and poop shoot, and poop shoot was taken. There's so many different versions of Poop Shoot that are like legitimate, like film companies, you know, like LLCs and people starting shit. Um, So, yeah, so we ran out of ideas, and then I was like, all right, we do theater kits because no one's taking it. And then he said theater kits, and I was like, well, that sounds less stupid than what I had just said. (laughs) So let's let's do it. It's good. Is is Poop Shoot, is that from, from Punchline? Is that like totally crazy? No, it's, no. Huh. Tom Hanks and Sally Field. Oh, where he's trying to be the comedian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there's like in the beginning, he's trying to be a doctor, and he's like going through his anatomy test, and he can't remember what the colon is, and he says poop shoot. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought that's what. Okay, well, anyway. No, that's ah. No. Man. Now you know. But now I'm glad we triggered that. (laughs) It it was my first R-rated movie I saw as a kid. I know. It's kind of a letdown for like a first R-rated movie. I I remember the first R-rated movie I saw, and I saw it in the theater, and it was because my babysitter really wanted to see it, so she's like, fuck it. And it was Wildcats. That football comedy with Goldie Hawn. Oh, gosh. And it was just... (laughs) 
pussy and dick jokes the whole movie. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I was like seven years old, probably fucking six, seven years old, just like <laughs> just learning all these dick jokes. <laughs> oh man, that was the eighties. That was the eighties, right? No, but, wait, what? Sorry, I was oh. just saying the Ader kids. That's your sketch group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we got distracted uh, there. Oh Sorry. yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so basically what happened was, uh, I, I was working at the West Side and I was doing some video projects for them and, uh, I started playing around with, uh, After Effects and Cinema 40 and, and all that sort of stuff and was just having like a shit ton of fun just putting together like, you know, me, me slapping myself was my first video. I just shot a video where I masked it out so I could slap myself. I had one where I came out of a wall. And they were just for the fun of it, you know. And uh, a couple of friends uh, said, like, oh, you should do the YouTube thing. And I was like, I don't, I don't really know. I wouldn't know what to put up on it. So uh, me and a friend, Tim, used to write together. We worked at a, a pizza shop for a while. And then Jim and I uh, used to produce a sketch show at the West Side together. Uh, called the Mock Show, uh, and then my girlfriend Sarah had a camera and uh, and was the only one of us who had studied film uh, theory in this, in college. <laughs> so uh, so we said, why not? And uh, we just started writing video ideas. Really, that's not like he doesn't really he he won't he won't say this about himself, but like he just fucking decided I want to learn how to make special effects on my computer and did it <laughs> like a magician and then like started making these started making these videos doing little by little I could see what he was doing because he posted them on Facebook little by little I could tell he was teaching himself things to do bigger things he was just building you know making bricks so he could have tricks to make awesome films and he kept releasing these videos and then he invites me over and he's like this is what I'm thinking this is what I want to do and just based on the few videos he had already made he had already made like five or six and then he started incorporating one of his friends in him he did the gambit trick video and then after that I was like dude he's just like loving this he's learning it and he's really good at it and he's going to keep doing it just because he loves doing it and then when so when he asked me I was like Fuck yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I want. I want to do. It. I, I can tell what you're doing, and you're you're love. You love doing it, and you're fucking good at it, and you love teaching yourself how to. And so he's yeah. like, he's like, he's the one putting the projects together. He's writing a lot of it. He's doing the scheduling. He's contacting everyone that's in it. He's also doing the fucking twenty hour video editing of all of our of all of our videos. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff. Yeah, so like <laughs> he just like puts it together like oh it kind of happened, but no, like right now his mind is in a place where he's very focused. We've got a we've got a shoot we're actually preparing for uh, <clears throat> tomorrow, so we have to go. Sit, we're, we're, it's this thing called Clown Stomper. Which is, uh, <laughs> it's our Channel 101 submission that we're trying to get into. Okay. Downtown Independent. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's a B-movie. Uh, it's basically if you took the movie Blade, took out all the vampires and replaced them with clowns. <laughs> so it's a half clown stopping these clowns. <laughs> but they're vampires, though. They're clowns. vampire clowns. So yeah. They're still vampires. And, uh, these are original council of clowns that are... All the classic clowns. What are some of the clowns on, on the... We've got, uh, I don't want to Pagliacci, right? Pagliacci. Uh, we've got Bozo, uh, Charlie Chaplin. Oh, nice. Um, and then we've got a couple, Weary Willie and a couple others. Yeah, <laughs> the hobo clown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be real campy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. so we're so just... So we, gonna... we've got a thing we have to be at at, like, 6 tomorrow. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you're here now? Well, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I was pumping Will up about it. I was like, we're going to drive out there, man. This is going to expose us to a whole new audience. People, let people know we're around, we're here. Because yeah. we just finished season one. Uh, we had 26 videos for season one. Um, season one was pretty much... We just wore ourselves out, just cranking out as many videos. Well, as yeah. We could. See, here's just, the here's the thing: is like when when all this came to be, um, uh, it was really like my girlfriend Sarah, um, who was kind of like, "Let's just do it. Let's just do whatever we want to do. You know, let's just have some fun and let's just not worry about the like if anybody's gonna care, if anybody's gonna watch. Let's just do the process." And uh, my buddy Tim was super into it. Um, and I think, I think just doing it is, is the biggest part of starting to be anything, you yeah. know? And yeah. don't uh, tell people, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I'm thinking about doing that. I want to go to, if you do that, you automatically exhaust the energy of doing it. If you hold that thought inside and just hold it in and let yourself be the only person who knows, and then you just do it, it gives you the energy to do it. Just stop. Yeah, you just, oh, I want to do that. No, you just do it. So yeah. a just lot of it. season one is just watching that growth. Watching us start out and going, oh, we don't know what we're doing. And then, <laughs> and then slowly as it goes on, you, we do start to... No, but now it's like scripted. I, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's, more, it's evolved, <laughs> you know. Nice. Yeah, definitely. It's pre-planned out, structured, and produced. I, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So what's the response been like? Have you guys gotten good, um, it's been great. good feedback? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really good feedback. Um, we're not <laughs> from our, this is the guy who does all our social media, yeah. right? Well, <laughs> good, good stuff, it's, right? It's, it's catching on. Like it's catching on. I, I met you guys because of the Ader Kids. I met you guys. Right. We were down in San Diego filming that weekend, and I'm friends with Brian. Uh, the co-creator and writer of the comic book Zombie Outlaw and so he knew you guys I guess he met you guys through Twitter and um, a long time ago long time yeah or he met you at at a screen that's a random thing yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Brian uh, told me to uh, try to meet up with you guys while we were in San Diego for Comic Con filming for the Eater Kids and so yeah so like just doing the Eater Kids uh in our like adventures and journeys of doing what we're doing, it's leading us into other things. It's like falling down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and uh, people, and everyone who's like our close immediate friends and family are really supportive like, of us. Yeah, it's also like the West Side community, like since that's where we kind of grew up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Really uh, supported that, that sort of thing. I think what the West Side started doing, especially in the past couple of years, now they have like the 48-hour film festival. They have... Uh, web show show which is a contest for web shows you know um they're kind of really putting that push into the like do it yourself make your own films make your own projects and kind of helping to facilitate that uh that sort of new uh wave of 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 comedy styling you know um so when we we were probably uh this like third or fourth like group to kind of step forward. Hmm. They had had like uh, Feasel Productions, another awesome married couple at the West Side that produce tons of shorts and really great stuff, and they're super fun. Um, and then at the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival, we learned like everybody loves to do this sort of stuff. So um, 
That's cool. I think that response has been a lot bigger. We're like now. Well, people want to collaborate with us too. That's that's um, what it is. Like a lot of people that kind of before would be like, oh, it's Will and Jim, or like, yeah. oh shit, it's Will and Jim. Like, yeah, they kind of. Right. They so kind of like, get there, like, oh, they're gonna ask us to dress up like a zombie, you know? Like, are they gonna? They're gonna want us to be a Viking tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it. You know, like. if you look at us, on, um, on, if you look at our numbers, we don't fucking exist. The most amount of hits our videos has had is one video had eight hundred eighty hits. I think we have maybe like sixty like something subscribers. Yeah, only about a hundred and fifty eight likes on Facebook, which I've like, I'm fighting, like I'm really good on Facebook. I'm marketing yeah. us on Facebook. And some um, of our, our, but like, I mean, in our community, as soon as we walk up to people and ask, hey, we're thinking about doing this, pretty much as soon before we're finished asking, they're already like, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. So. <laughs> It's that kind of respect and response that's really important to me because it means people are taking us seriously and they can see that we're doing what we do because we love it and it's not like we're – I don't know. I I, I think right now it's it's kind of evolving, at least us, I I, I think. If you look at a lot of the stuff, we have stuff that's just short. After Effects tricks that are kind of written as a bit, you know. The one where you sneeze have, and you drop the cup. Yeah, there's one where I sneeze and I just pop into particles, and I just wanted to learn how to, do, to do it. That's that sort cool. of effect for when I, if I have to make a head explode or so, something, you know. Huh. Um, I, I just kind of wanted to do it real quick, and then and then just to showcase it. And there's like little stuff like that. We did one that was called um, the Creepy Mirror. Kids, kids in the Hall fail. <laughs> uh, as well, oh, yeah, the creepy mirror. The creepy mirror one was just to see if I could do a creepy mirror because yeah, that's that had already existed. But the the kids in the hall fail is I'm doing that. I'm crushing your head, and then I actually crush my friend's head, and uh, a missile fires out of it and blows up this uh, father and daughter that were walking in our house. walking down the alley. <laughs> yeah, the missile shoots out of Tim and like does an arc, and then it crashes on this family. Yeah, so it was a lot of randomness, and then we started writing stuff and uh, Tim takes a lot of writing classes over at uh, like UCB mm-hmm. and uh, he's he also is a stand up and, and been doing that sort of stuff for a long time and he's a really great writer um, and my girlfriend had done a, a bit of writing as well uh, and then I, I've been taking a lot, a lot more recently. So yeah, more sketch she, stuff. She's a really talented painter and drawer too. Yeah. So um, we're we're always talking about doing like animated, um, some well, animated that's cool. short films. We really yeah. want to do that, and so like she's currently going yeah. to. Uh, she goes to Noman, uh, and she's studying stuff, uh, digital production and stuff like that. Um, We're definitely going to animate yeah. something. We have some sketches that are voiceover, but like for Will and his girlfriend to actually <laughs> she, sit down and draw uh, stuff and paint like that. That'd be really cool. She wrote. Uh, we have one of our. That people tell us are, is our funniest sketch that we've written for it, which is um, literally pigeons are high on drugs, and it's these two pigeons on a on just hanging out on a wire that are just one of them's tweaking and freaking out, saying he's like wicked high, and the other one's like, "You're not high, you're just a pigeon. Like, just calm down. <laughs> it's all right, man. You're just a pigeon." Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, to to this day, people still walk up to me and are like, "You gonna do more of that pigeon shit, man?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, the video of uh, uh, Sarah took was that her uh, flipping off the pigeon? I don't remember. Did she make that video? I don't okay, so um, do you remember her showing it to me? Yeah, her her. Uh, his girlfriend has a video. I think it's her. She filmed it on her iPhone. There's a pigeon in front of her. And she goes like this, 
for the pigeon to fly up to her like she's going to feed it something. It flies up and she flips it off and then it flies away and back down. <laughs> so she totally just hooks, <laughs> hooks a baseless pigeon and fuck you. She showed me when I was like wicked high the other night. Yeah. I can't remember. When you guys, when you were telling me about the fangs. Oh, right. That's when she texted yeah, me a yeah. picture of the fangs she made in that video. Because <laughs> you're like, hey, sir, I made these fangs. Also, I get the picture. And then that, that uh, Pigeon. The fangs are looking really good too. So she made those? Yeah, man. Well, they're they're the, the acrylic clowns? nails. Yeah, yeah. So the clowns. If you buy fangs, they're really expensive. Okay. The clowns ch- change. They turn, you know, and become more demonized clowns. And uh, <laughs> we we decided, yeah, the the, the whose idea was easier it? alternative? I, I believe it was Sarah's, Sarah's idea. Yeah. So to buy vampire fangs, really good quality vampire fangs, it's fucking expensive. Sarah had the idea... Just acrylic nails. Yeah, to go just buy fake nails and file them and down to look like teeth. Them. And, and then we'll use dentro cream and just paste them She got them this on. little bit of, like, nail polish that she puts on there to make it look more, like, tooth colored. Right. Yeah. She's real good. That's cool. Yeah, so she's stuff, making yeah. the vampire things. <laughs> she's, uh, she's definitely, like, a, a multi-artist threat, uh, for sure. She, she's... Oh, my gosh. Did you fall asleep just now? <laughs> it's a radio Brendo man first. Brendan just fell asleep on Are the show. Boring? No. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Oh. It's just it's been a long day. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, man. I was like, wait. I'm listening. What happened to Brendan? <laughs> You're talking about the vampire fans. <laughs> I'm right with you. All right, all right. Like the sleeping down the vampire yeah, vampire fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nail polish. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Uh, clowns. Cool. Clowns. <laughs> What are you, dude, we haven't been talking about clowns. What are you talking about? I like clowns. Where it's like ten minutes later, we're totally done. One of your videos that really freaked me out was at Comic Con. We found some like fire tattoo guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire I know this. What the hell was that? He just ambushed us. Fireman was all about it. Running from one side of the convention to the other, just freestyle rap. I never saw. Did you see this guy? No. Yeah, he just totally ambushed us. Like we this were old dude, through. he had like he had like just painted his whole body. Yeah. yeah, we saw him on the way out too when the whole thing was over. He looked real sad. He looked sad. I think he was exhausted. But he started yeah. running around. He did this freestyle rap for yeah. Jimmy. It was like crazy. It's weird when I go out in public. Uh, people just who are, if people can freestyle rap and we're filming live. They'll find me, or I'll find them. <laughs> Jimmy finds the weird people. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, I love weird people, we, man. The first time he ever was like, I want to interview people in downtown <coughs> Monica. I was like, all right, let's do it. And we go down there, and there I've never seen this in downtown Monica. There was a cement trash can on fire, like right across the street from where we were filming. And I became distracted by it. So we crossed the street, and a freestyle rap dude walks up to Jimmy, and <laughs> Jimmy a whole gets, group of friends, and we just started, we, I just stopped him and Jimmy started tracks, just like, yeah, it's the music, independent music people just surround just Jimmy, and uh, just starts going, and I'm just turning, I'm still filming, just like this burning trash can. I see not a fucking Rocky, dude. Nobody's <laughs> burning trash can. At sunset, this burning trash can, this dude freestyle rapping, and Will's filming it. Finally, this guy from the restaurant came out and, and put it out, and he was like, did you guys start this fire? <laughs> no. I'm all singing Billy Joel at him. We didn't start the fire. It was yeah. always burning. Since the world's been turning. Yeah. Uh, cool. And so, where can everybody find the... 
See, I'm going to call it theater kids now. The theater kids can be found on YouTube, on but YouTube. when you first search for it, it's going to try to direct it to theater kids. So you have to let it know a second time that yes, you really do mean the theater kids as three words, and then click it. You'll see it. It's highlighted in blue. Yeah, we like to we we like to be like super underground about our stuff. We want to just like try as hard as we can. And make it as hard to be successful as possible. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, if you put it in quotes, it'll pop up. I'm sure. So <laughs> oh, theater sure. kids. That's what you got to do. Yeah. That's the secret. That'll bring you right to it, and that's the name of the channel too, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Theater kids. I'm gonna use quotes for now. Whenever I search for that'll do it. That'll, that'll get you right ahead. Then it won't ask you because then you put it in quotes, so it knows you mean it. You mean business. <laughs> you quote me on that. Yeah. I'm gonna yell at YouTube now. <laughs> I use quotes. No, because it always does direct you to something else that you yeah. don't Are want. Are you sure you weren't looking for this? Right. I put it in there. That's right. what I'm looking for. Exactly. Like, tell me what I'm looking it's for. It's so hard to actually find what you're looking for on the internet now. And there's always like the same shit that shows up over and over. There's like those top two that are being sold to you. Yeah. And then there's always these other fucking videos that pop up that have nothing to do with anything what you're looking for. Uh, it's frustrating. <laughs> like if you if you just have a free night and you just want to go down the rabbit hole of what the internet suggests to you, you can learn a lot of shit. But if you're specifically looking for one detailed uh, piece of information, you ain't gonna fucking find it. I try. I don't care how many questions uh, you use. I try looking up headbutt choreography, like <laughs> stage combat. Choreography. Okay. Okay. And uh, all I got was butt popping tutorials. Butt twerking, <laughs> dude. How to get? Yeah, how to get. So now popping. we have to convert Which that I'm, to a twerking I, I think scene. I'm pretty good at it. We have to make it a twerking scene now <laughs> because we couldn't find any tutorial videos on oh, headbutting. That's, that's a, that's so a fight move you wouldn't expect. Twerk where the your twerk. To twerk you that's out. true. I think we're gonna invent the super twerk. Headbutting. <laughs> you just need to watch Wesley Willis. It's true. <laughs> that's all you need right there. <laughs> Who, what what movies have the most memorable headbutt scenes? Hmm. I don't think they. I think I the know. head the headbutt's like an introductory fighting. Thing. Like it's, it's almost happen. like the it's like it's, it's like a smart ass thing to do though. I kind or it's of a table like, turner. It's yeah. Like, oh, now he's in control. Yeah. yeah it's always like the clever move when it's done right. It's ne- it's never like just mm-hmm. straight out brutal. Someone using their head as a weapon. It's always like when people are face to face and it's a last resort because they can't use their hands. You know, yeah. or or they're trying to. It's almost like a. It's smart like a desperation. Yeah. Of the I wrote this bitch. I think the best headbutt thing in any movie though is. Uh, what was that? They did a high school... Like, the guys that did Naked Gun did a high school movie. What was that movie called? Do you remember? High school? Gosh, I can't remember what it's called. Not another teen movie? No, no, no. It was, like, actually a good one. Like, high school high. Guy. It's not... Wait, is it high school high? Maybe that's it. I don't know. It's one that John Lovitz is the teacher. Anyway, yeah. high school high. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, high school high. And so... So they're talking at the dance, and he's like... He's, they're talking about, like, you know, he doesn't want him to get in a fight with this other gang. And he's like, don't fight. Don't fight here. No, what did he say? Yeah, don't fight with here. You gotta think about it, you know. Fight here, and he's like, "You mean headbutt?" <laughs> Best headbutt reference in any movie. We should do some reader mail. Let's do it. All right, we're gonna read some reader mail. You guys can talk to our readers. Oh hell yeah! Cool. Well, we call them readers, but really, they just listen to stuff. I don't even know how that started because that was on the first time you ever put it, and I said that it's sticking, and it's still here like five years later. So <laughs> <laughs> it's reader mail from now on. All right, Mario, my good friend, Mario Flowers. Mario Flowers here. Put your name on it. Good. Phil. Yes, I had a bad connection, 
and fell into a Facebook hole Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, because he dropped off and just all of a sudden a bunch of stuff popped up on the Facebook feed. Okay. Brendo, when you got a text from work asking about their computer, because that's what happened even after I <laughs> after you got, after I got fired, yeah. I was still getting emails on my phone like, stuff. hey, where's my computer? And so Mario says, you should have said, um, new phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> that's good advice. <laughs> We were talking like when NASA was coming, I would have been like up your up your butt, up your butt around the corner. That's where it is. It's in your butt, you know. <laughs> All right. But Mario was kind of mean today. Um, what? So Josh, Mario and Josh. Po- well, I think Mario posted something about Jessica Jones, and then Josh was commenting on it. Josh was really excited about and, it, and and then I chimed in because uh, I had I was like six episodes in. And I was like, this show's really great, you guys. And then Mario replied, because he's a jerk. He's like, hey, why aren't you at work? Oh, mean. That's low. Fur. Mean. Low blow. That's low. Speaking of, by the, the episode of the Goldbergs when Barry gets addicted to punch out. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then to... Sells to, his Millennium Falcon to get to, to go and play To fix more. it, Pops gets in like a real boxing yeah. thing and he's doing like the body. He's like, I love that he's like doing the punch out moves like body blow, body blow. Yeah. There's only like two moves. Uppercut. Uppercut. Left hook. <laughs> All right, what else does Mario say? It's a short one for Mario this week. Well, it's only a couple days. I guess it's only been like three days, yeah. Adam Wells is currently being hunted by S.H.I.E.L.D. Hail Hydra. Because we're asking where... Where's Adam? That's right. And he does his podcast. Which is Beyond the Shield. Beyond the Shield, which you should listen to. Alright. Okay, that's good. Thank you, Mario. See, you guys should do a podcast, and then people would ask you questions, and you can... (laughs) That's right. And then you can answer them. Um, Denver. NTLD. Not the last dinosaur. Pen pal response. Cause oh, yeah, pen pal section. We have pen pals on our show. Oh, yeah. They write letters to us, and then in the letter they ask their pen pal questions. So we're and like. the pen pal has to write back to pals. us, and then we read it back out to them, their responses. So we've got a response from the last one from Denver here. So his pen pal is Mark it's Bolton. Mark Bolton. He's writing to Mark Bolton. Pen pal response. Podcast that I listen to. Because he asked the yeah, podcast. podcast you listen to. I started listening to a lot of old Dragnet radio shows off of archive.org. Like Dragnet. Okay. Yeah, like the old show. Um, from there, I stumbled upon the Overnight Scape with Frank Edward Nora out of New Jersey. His shows are long, and there's a lot of exploring and talking of malls, abandoned stuff, car trips, and walks around New York. I'm going to cool. do a quick aside here because I wanted to ask Jimmy about this. Okay. And I don't wanted to see if you knew about this. Jimmy, you recently went on this excursion on a Pasadena haunted trail. Right. What? Did you know about this? No, tell me. Tell us about this. Uh, it's, it will win. Jimmy too. goes on like these exploring trips and I want to <laughs> go on them. Okay, okay. Uh, well, we were like all about like exploring shit. So this okay, so this story goes way different than you. How did you expect. find out about this trail? So I found out about this trail from a girl at work because it was October and I wanted to go to some haunted places, but I didn't want to go to like Queen Mary or I wanted to go to something like a real something real. But the thing is, 
Uh, I was sold under the impression that there was an old abandoned um, insane asylum there, which there wasn't. There was, there was okay. an old house. Right. Who lived there? The- uh, so it was originally a, a manor that was owned by, se- I, th- I think, several different people, but the Marx Brothers were the last owners. Okay. And around the time the Marx Brothers owned it was when all the rumors of, like, like it's haunted and, like, stuff like that, which they believe may have just been, like, drunk teenagers at the time. Oh, sure. Um... <laughs> But they, uh, the building was kind of condemned, so they had it demolished. So that's when they turned it, I think they gave it to the, or sold it to the state or something like that. Right. Um, so now it's like this open hike trail that is open to the public, okay? So there's two trails that split. There's one that you, it's hard to see in the dark, and it's the one you're supposed to take, which has this whole nice trail up to the top of the mountain. And then there's this other trail that stops about a quarter of the way up in plateaus at this water plant that his girlfriend kept calling the candy shop for some reason. The candy <laughs> shop. So we get yeah. stuck at the candy Tinder shop and it's like... a plateau and you kind of get a good view, but if you look up, it's a fucking mountain that you have to climb and there's no hiking trail. There's the water trail or the rail. So me and Will are looking up there and he's like, do you want to go up there? And I'm like, yeah, I want to go up to the top. So... We started we had, as a group of ten. Group of ten. We decided to go well, after the water trail. We, that became we, a group of we six. We had um, two bottles of wine, a box of wine, and a lot of marijuana. So after consumption of all of the, uh, these wonderful, wonderful treats, we took a two-hour climb up to the top of this mountain. At the top of Jimmy, you're missing, you're missing the best part of that. There was a detour on the way up there okay. where we went around the side of a cliff, which was super cool. There's like all these kind oh, of pipeways yeah, sticking out. Cave. We found a cave that belonged to somebody. It was, uh, it was dressed up, had Christmas ornaments, uh, had a pressed suit, which well, told you there was some the outside. Pressed okay. suit, yeah. hanging outside, and then newspapers. sheets are like tucked into the... A cooler. The cave part. Huh. No person. Yeah, so our theory is they heard us and they split for their own safety. Yeah. Right, right. And so that we just turned around and walked back because we walked the wrong way. And uh, this walkway we were using was probably about as wide as this chair and like this long, steep cliff next to us. And it's not a, it's not a formal path. So we're just hiking and balancing on that all drunk and high and made it back yeah. safely. No one fell. No one, no one died. No one got someone injured. Got no, that's not oh, true. Someone got cut. Yeah, she, uh, uh, I forgot. I just met her that night. She was on drove uh, me and Sarah home. Um, Megan. She got cut on the on Megan. The leg. She was wearing the boots. Yeah. yeah, we would. No one was prepared for this except right. for one of his friends who brought like. So was like, the she trail had, like, haunted? Bars and, like, all that no. Stuff. no. So we Although, climbed to the top of this mountain. All of my photos from that night got corrupted. I yeah. couldn't recover any of them off. Of my... <laughs> yeah. How many photos? Uh, it was like 300 and so What sucked is, um, so we hiked up for two hours, got to the top, got naked, howled at the sky naked. 320 somewhere. Got back dressed. Got There's like six of us, got dressed. We laid down on our backs in a circle for an hour and just rested because we just hiked for two hours. So then on our way back down the mountain, um, Jupiter um, and Venus and Saturn were rising with the crescent moon uh, as we were climbing down the mountain. So Will got a bunch of photos of that. That's all fun. That's photo. all what you lost. We had some uh, awesome 
photos. And it's he was, a great photo. He was just doing those random flash photos throughout the trail too to see like if any images come up. And we took got some a bunch of dust photos. particles. I'll tell you that. <laughs> got those those spooky dust particles everywhere. Yeah, the white orbs. Um, yeah, those are dust particles. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I think it was kind of weird because we, <laughs> the vibe when we were going up the hill was like we're gonna do this. Why? We're just bored. There was the top of this mountain, and it's meant to be climbed to. And then by the time we did it, yeah, we all we all kind of we all kind of and then felt bonded. I guess. Well, we we sang Bohemian Rhapsody on the way back down the mountain. We we were singing just random songs and just being surprised that you do know all the words. Perhaps the spirit of the mountain is the spirit. Well, then we decided to go to breakfast after we got to the bottom of the. Mountain. We were all dead from hiking for four hours and just being exhausted and drinking and whatever. And we decided to go to Denny's. And this isn't your normal 4 a.m. Denny's. This is the sun is coming up, Denny's. And we all fucking fall asleep. We're all falling asleep before our food even gets there. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're all just, like, knocked out. And the food was horrible. And everyone just wanted to go home and go to sleep. And we didn't see any ghosts. Supposedly, people see ghosts of old, like... Hangings and burning crosses or whatever, and all this crazy mm-hmm. shit. They see the like a uh, they see this stuff randomly happening. On we the communicated trails. with those rangers that were worried about us, though. Yeah, <laughs> there was a couple of like park rangers up on the trail we should have been on, <laughs> who were like sort of flashing their lights at us, and we were just trying to like signal them to be like, "No, no we got it. We're on our way back down. Yeah. We figured out it's a water trail. We're idiots. No ghosts. We just until we find out those two men never existed. Whoa, um, park rangers. There's no park. There's rangers no park here. rangers here. Park <laughs> <laughs> rangers. All right. So to continue Denver's, Denver's letter, it's <laughs> normally how it goes. I went through his catalog pretty quick and searched for. Um, this is awesome. This is okay. I just I just read this this for long. He searched for long podcasts and eighties baseball cards and found a little old show called Radio Brendo a year ago. So that's how he found oh, that's us. The history of how he found us. Okay, searching Aww. for long. See, so like there we, we have go. a long show. And 80s baseball cards, which we talk about on occasion. I listened to a couple of episodes and was hooked. There was a bet between Phil and I think Josh and Derek. It was Phil, Josh, and me. Brendan, yeah. About Nintendo sales. Yep. That was riveting, and I had to hear that... Oh, yeah, because you ended up... to go without video games for a week. Well, without Nintendo. I, I hooked up my PlayStation, so it was okay. <laughs> That led me to all the Benview Network shows. Nice. BenviewNetwork.com. I caught up on all your shows, went through all the Pillage casts, which needs to return. Phil Facts were awesome. Thank Doesn't you. Doesn't anyone play Atari anymore? I wish. And I... Popsicles. I sold my Atari. Well, my parents sold it at a yard sale as a kid. And well, like, I wish I had it back. Else, like, right now, the whole video game culture is there it's always about nes nes being the first game system and it wasn't i learned on atari because i have older brothers you know and there were some good games like taz was a good game Ooh, i never played that um, never even it was that. a grid and i guess there were six levels and you just had like things streaming across conveyor belts and you had to go between the levels and you had food and sticks of dynamite so huh. if you got the food, you got points. If you got the dynamite, you died. Of course. And you would keep, keep making it higher and higher and higher points. So it was fun and addictive. Huh. And then when you got to the level with the fudge sickles, 
that's when you got fart because it was hard to tell the difference between fudge schools and sticks of dynamite. Mm. Especially if you're playing on a black and white TV. <laughs> so like, I yeah. feel like Atari evolved and became like app games. I feel like that's the new With Atari. really good graphics. <laughs> well, now, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, and Montezuma's Revenge was a good game. That was fantastic. I love yes. Montezuma's Re- Crystal it, Castles. I that's love. hard to do on a black and white TV, though, because you have to have the matching key colors right. for the doors. There's Burger Time, Burger Mr. Time. Do. Yeah. Um, Pac-Man sucked. It was a disappointment that destroyed what you knew of Pac-Man. And <laughs> that, Pac-Man. like, was one of the things that caused the big crash was people blame E.T. and like that, but e- Pac-Man, Pac-Man. Yeah. was a huge... Disaster. And the noises it made. Oh my god, that was. And the colors. People now, because arcade games are gone, I guess, they don't understand having to deal with crappy arcade ports. Right. Like, they don't even know what that means. Because, like, arcade ports were, like, our lifeblood. Yeah. Like, if you could get a good arcade port, it's like, think you're like, I don't, I can now play this in my house. I don't have right. to drop ports right. on this anymore. But, other, but most of, I remember so many, especially, like, Nintendo. Like, Super oh. Nintendo, you started getting some good, because you had Street Fighter 2, which might be the best arcade yeah. port of all time. Yeah, um but but for every Street Fighter two, think about all the stuff on Nintendo. Like some of the yeah. like Rampage was good, but you didn't have the three players. Yeah, right. like I think about there was things like. But then I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game they did yeah. do, and that was all right. Oh was, my god, the first Ninja Turtles that came out. Well, that one was crazy. Oh, that and was impossible. so frustrating. Cause yeah. I remember going to the arcade, and I didn't know they changed it for Nintendo. <laughs> and my friend let me borrow. The, um, well, that's what we all thought it was going to yeah. be. Yeah. And then it turned out to be the That's why they ended up saying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game for the yeah. second yeah. one. Really, guys, we promise it's good this time. Yeah, we promise this is the game you thought you were You're not going to get stuck time. on that damn water level. Yeah, it's a dam. You have to get up. Literally, it's a damn dam. Damn water level. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You have to get through, and there's like The like worst of all water things. levels. Yeah. So Did you guys ever play uh, The Simpsons? Yeah. Their yeah. arcade game? That arcade game is amazing. They used to let me in just because I would play that They also game. never released on a console, and if they did, it would have been huge. Yeah, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to do, like, the whole family doing it together. And I feel like you wouldn't be able to get as angry after you've ran out of, like, quarters. <laughs> that thing, quarters. Those, yeah. those Konami beat-em-ups, those were yeah, just those arcade. Those were quarter suckers, Those man. were quarter... Uh, quarter black holes. Because yeah. there, there was always, you'd get to a boss, and they'd have the one attack that was just instant death. Like right there, so it's like, oh, this guy's not spending enough quarters. You're dead. The first dead. game I remember being a quarter sucker like that, that had people around it, but only because people actually <laughs> wanted to play each other, was Karate Champ. And yeah. Karate Champ uh, was crazy because there were no buttons. There was only the two, two joysticks, yeah. yeah. and it was two dudes in karate geese battling on a tree branch, which is like. Without that, you wouldn't have Street Fighter too. Yeah, no I remember when I because like a lot of people never figured out how to you could get to work. But if you once I I figured it out yeah, and I, I became like the master, yeah. like, I just destroyed. I always remember that everyone like, sucked at it. All it, just you just had to dude. practice like yeah. crazy right. to figure out the controls. You're like like I figured out how to do the. The, like there's a spinning jump kick basically <laughs> and it's like instant kill like instant point that once you figure out how to do it like you just, you just I, spam that destroy everybody because it's a one shot kill oh yeah like, that shitty 80s arcade sound when you get a point you come out and go yeah <laughs> 
stop. You were the one, you were the one oh, guy who dude. knew. Cause I was that guy. Yes. Because I I was the one dude that had it on Nintendo. <laughs> like, because talk about crappy arcade ports. Um, karate but champ. I got Karate Champ. I don't know if I. I, I pretty sh- I may have asked for it, but I feel like I might have asked for kung fu or something. Yeah, and, kung fu and and I think my you know parents kung fu, karate karate something. Yeah. Which so, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make this work, and <laughs> so I figured it out. Like, and I I just played it all the time to the point where my brother got so mad at me he wouldn't play me anymore because again I I mastered that spin kick, and then I go to the arcade and I just just. I could go forever on like one oh, quarter. There should be a karate champ tournament, man. <laughs> they should bring that shit. They have they've had Donkey Kong and Pac Man tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Karate ch- yeah. yeah um, Kung yeah. Fu was the reason I got a Nintendo because oh, Kung yeah. Fu was my favorite uh, game in the arcade, and um, Nintendo had it on their system, and I just it was uh, great. Oh my! I got it. I got the Nintendo, and that was one of the. I got. For Christmas that year, I got Nintendo and I got Excite Bike and Kung Fu with it. Oh yeah! And so, like building the tracks on Excite Bike and then going back Excite Bike Kung is Fu. so much fun. So oh good. my god, man. yeah, yeah. And when you go back, like I go back and I play it now. Sometimes online, I'll play an emulator, and it's still just as much fun. Great. And they came out with the new one on the Wii, the World Rally. Yeah, it oh, yeah. was it was it was amazing. I that was, that was the one of the first. Games I bought on Wii and I was just I played it forever. Well, apparently I didn't know this, but there was a an Excite Bike two, but it only came out in Japan and yeah. you could play two players like you could race each other. Oh, oh dude, yeah, dude. and it's on like the Wii U on the Virtual Console now. So nice, but, yeah. I love, I love Excite Bike. Still on Denver's. Oh yeah, well, it's Denver. <laughs> this is the show. There's a show called Tank Riot with guys in Wisconsin. They discuss one topic in each show, ranging from Godzilla to Van Gogh to today's politics, and show out of Minnesota called Empty Minds Radio. I think Denver likes that local flavor, kind of human. A few more. Sorry, I have a long commute. See, that's good. No agenda with Adam Curry. Adam Curry, the original podcaster, uh, was around when I... You were like, did you have a thing on his show? I appeared on his show a couple times. Yeah. And he's still doing it. He's I could have been right there, but could have been a I, contender. When I I took a break from podcasting, but yeah, we were that was like right yeah. I was that was like at the cusp two thousand four. So that was eleven years ago. Alright. The Dollop PS Nation and my top favorite, behind yours of course. Of course. Philip and Fet Frederick. They are Swedish and very entertaining. <laughs> They did a show that's on YouTube, Hi Chaparral. They interview Gary Busey in one, and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Two Swedish dudes interviewing Gary Busey. I'd want to listen to that. Um, they, the Supernauts and the Saturday Morning Rewind cartoon podcast, who interviews a lot of the cartoon world, round off the lengthy list. That is a long commute. I know it's not a podcast, but I have all the Bob and Ray I could find off of archive.org. That's some funny stuff. Bob and Ray. Bob and Ray? Not familiar. I don't know. I have cassettes. Oh, see, everybody. Oh, this is great. Because I did this, too. I have cassettes of myself doing my own radio show when I was 12 or 13. (sighs) That's about as podcasty as I would want to get. Oh, I would like to. Yeah, I would. Oh, dude, I would totally. 
I don't, there's oh, somewhere, God. I don't know, I wish I had a tape, cause that, I would, my mom would give me her old dictaphones, so I'd take the, I'd take the tape and I'd record like little like intros and like little things. I'd be like, all right, it's time for some Nirvana. This is, uh, this is Heart Shaped Box, a new one from Nirvana. This is Brendan in the morning. Like this. And then I'd, and then I'd, and then I'd record and then I'd do the song. And I would just, that was my dream. So that was actually Phil and one of the things Phil and I did in college was, we, Phil ran the college radio, the radio uh, station, station at school. And so I worked there too, and we had radio shows, and it was just like dream come true. Tell them what your radio show was. It was called The Spice Rack. <laughs> because I was a huge Spice Girls fan. <laughs> That's so <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. I met, I met this guy the first, First time, you know, he's like, "Oh, come check out my room." Wait, wait. So, who's your favorite Spice Girl? Sporty, sporty, nice. And she can sing. Yeah. Walk into his room, and his room is just wall to wall, all Spice Girls <laughs> poster. And I'm like, "She likes Spice so, Girls." Huh? So you're like, "So is this an irony?" Or no, I was no, he, totally into no. it. Yeah, that's cool. And then I missed my Spice first Girls day of college because I was at a Spice Girls girl. <laughs> Yep. And then in his like. I don't know what you call like his like alternate rapping persona. He referred to himself as Spice Boy. Spice well, that Boy. Was, that name out. was that was that name was given to me <laughs> on campus. I was known as Spice Boy. Spice Boy tripping out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. Yep. Yep. That's good. That's so rich. It's an, another time. Um, where are we on this? I didn't have any cool, like, DJ nicknames like that. Oh, that's so Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. We were talking about the cassettes. The Spice Rack. Yeah. yeah. So then, so that's why I got into podcasting, because I'm like, it's like a radio show. So I was like, I can do yeah. this. And oh. and it was like, it was back having your own show, because I was, I was living in China at the time when that podcasting started, and I had nothing better to do. So I'm like, I can, these are just people recording things on their computers. I can do that. Wait, so... Um, I started doing that. How did your opinion? How is your opinion of the Spice Girls now? Do you still enjoy? They're it fun. Or? I enjoy. I they're they when they tried to their last album that they did. Um, their no album ginger with no ginger, and they were trying way too hard to be Destiny's Child, and it was it was a little disappointing. Yeah. Um, I keep hearing they're going to come back <laughs> because they did do that last reunion concert, and I've told this story on the show before, but. I bought a ticket because like, they had like a lottery, and I was a long-standing member of the Spice Girls fan club. <laughs> so so I, had, I had priority. Well, we got priority in the lottery, <laughs> and so yeah. Did so, you ever play that card? Like your seniority? In the no. <laughs> well, I got. I we got a we got a special code. So I got. I bought two tickets, and then. Like, and this was, like, months before the concert actually happened. And during those months, I'm like, I don't think this is... I just, I'm like, I'm gonna, what's it gonna be like? Like, cause I remember, I remember the concert I went to, it was like, like little girls, and then there was like, our weird high school kids, and then like, weird 35 year olds, and I'm like, now I'm the weird 35 year olds. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy, because that's like the ultimate weirdo. And I'm like, and also I was, I think I was another unemployment stretch. 
And so that was kind of the first. So first of all, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I really wanted to. So, but I ended up I ended up selling the tickets for like triple face value and made a huge profit off of that. But so this time, I feel like I gotta go. Yeah, because now you look. Now you're like. Well, the, now you're, it's just. Well, then little the like, kids don't aren't gonna care it's gonna about be all the spice. Old it's now. gonna be all. Cause like yeah, it's gonna be only people know. Like, cause my friends went to the new kids on the block like one, cause they, at first they were worried, but then they realized they realized the same thing. Like, it's yeah. gonna be all people, and it should like there was nobody under thirty at that. Fucking Cougar Town at that concert. That's if you want to get. That's where they are. That's where they are. They're at the new kids on the block. <laughs> Isn't that crazy that we're at oh, we're at the age where all of our kid groups are on their yeah. reunion tour? I'm gonna go. Like, I'm gonna find out when the new kids on the block are coming to LA, and then I'm just gonna hit the bar scene that weekend because I know it was to be packed with cougars. So I'll be out there. Oh, Justin joined and left. Cougars, oh, what's up? Nobody talks. Nobody oh, well. talk are right, we gonna let's see? Oh, so first of all, Denver, I would like to hear. Um, yeah, I want to hear podcast. these. You should upload them to archive.org. Sounds like you're on there already. And the uh, USB tape player. I would like to hear that. And, uh, and oh, wait. And oh, he has he's a pen pal question back. Pen pal question. So listen up. This is for Mark. Pen pal question back from Mark Bolton. What's your favorite childhood toy that you still have and wish you still had? Mine is my Indiana Jones and Turban Guy action figures <laughs> and my 60s Batman and Robin car from the 80s. Which I left outside, and it's weathered. So that's what he still has. I wish I had my Lone Ranger action figures. Lone Ranger. Alright, that's a good question. So what do you still have, and what do you wish you still had? And then, in response, we were talking about this last time. Oh yeah, Ruff sent me a text about this too. Ruff was Dennis the Menace's dog, because we were talking about different cartoon dogs, and I knew... That there was a dog, somebody's dog was rough, and yeah, we were trying remember. to remember, and it was Dennis the Menace. There you <laughs> oh, go. Oh, dude. So Keith also gets credit for um, oh, telling Keith, us that, okay. too, he texted me. After the episode of the Fireball Island game in the Goldbergs, which I haven't gotten Oh my gosh, from, I haven't seen that one either. I knew the show was right up your alley, because there was a multi-year quest... Where I wanted to play the game Fireball Island. I don't know if you remember that Whoa, game. Oh, was that a board game? Yeah. yeah. I had that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you Everybody had, had it for oh me. I had that. That was like the <laughs> one thing I did. It. it was that like toy that got away for me. Cause like, I had Crossfire. Yeah. I had Torpedo Run. I still But I wanted, Fireball. but I wanted Fireball Island and I never got it. And now, they're like $150 on eBay. <laughs> so like, cause like, I remember I I said it was this was, this goes back to like 2010 popsicles and we talked about it on popsicles where I'm like we're at Smog Castle and I'm like I want to play Fireball Island and Derek was like I'm gonna make that happen and he ended up he ended up he like get a fight he with got the guy on he eBay got in trouble on eBay because. He, it was like a best offer thing, and Derek's like, I will give you $100. And the guy was like, no. And Derek's like, you asshole. Like, I'm trying to make my friend's Christmas, and you're trying to <laughs> gouge me. Like, screw you. So he didn't get it. And the guy's like, I would have given it to you if you weren't such a dick. And so, and I was like, no. That was my, that was like my one chance. And guess and, who still had the copy But Phil, it, then it took like, so, so Phil told me like in 2011, like, you know, I'm horrible. I live in my garage at my parents' house. And like two years later. That's how long it took that's to how long dig it, it out. Took to <laughs> do it. 
He yeah. brought it over and we played it. it was on the show awesome. live, yeah. Oh, That's great. We should do that again. And we never played it again. I still have it. Now I know where it is. You should make an annual Fireball. We should. And the fireball. Just once a year you play Fireball Island. We should. I got it. I'm going to have to Google it later because I remember it now. I, I I can't quite. Yeah, there's like a little idol at the top, and you put a marble in, and you turn yeah. it towards the path and push it out. I you're like these little yeah. explorer guys. Yeah. There's little bridges yeah. that stand on it, and, and they had like an awesome totally. commercial. Yeah, because that was like all those big 3D games. Because you don't you have the I other have a, one? Yeah, I have another one that same company that, that like at the same it's time. Called, what's it called? Uh, like it's something bridge. Like it's a giant like bridge thing that goes over a pit and. Oh, I had a lot of I good stuff. I remember something. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember what that one's called though. I had the like a 3D one was like crossbows and catapults, and or I think it was like cannons and catapults. But mm. basically, it was it was it, you had two castles on either side of a oh, playing yeah. mat, oh, and you would determine yeah. roles by like oh, spinning dude, that something. Sounds awesome. And then you would <laughs> fire cannonballs, and yeah. you would try. Remember, to, they had all kind. There was components. all that yeah. stuff because like, <laughs> torpedo run. You know, I mean, like that was just that was like that. They had all that stuff. Like, probably. Yeah. Crossfire had the crossfire. Crossfire. I know this is cliche, but hungry hippos never got boring. Yeah. You know Phil played. I mean? like, Phil got. Games you that is a regular play in your house. My kids and yeah. I, we play that like weekly. That's, yeah, it never gets boring, yeah. man. It's great. I used to hate perfection. You got it. Oh get, yeah, that was one where they were stuck and you had to like. Pop up. Yeah. Oh, dude, I That's hated like the stress that thing. Game. Like, yeah. <laughs> or that football thing that was motorized and you set the pieces down on it and they're supposed to like it's motor and it makes the motor noise. It's like a metal sheet, right? And the football guys, you're supposed to set their directions, and it just vibrates. It goes, and it vibrates all the football players. Never that. And like, so it's supposed to like, you're supposed to be able to set up the direction of the football players, and then set them down on the metal. And when it vibrates with the motor, the players should run in the direction you set them to run in. But it never fucking works right. Like the dude you give the ball always just fucking runs around in a circle, <laughs> and like the other guy's defense, every player is just running, and and so like by chance, by you keep vibrating it when the opposite, you know, you're supposed to go through downs when a fucking another teammate's player makes its way over and maybe touches your football player, or yours vibrates off the edge, you go to the next down. That game, anytime you try to play it. Didn't last five minutes because <laughs> you just turn it on for the first down and just and the players would just be moving around and nothing. It just wouldn't do it. I remember that to. from Bill's Head's Bogus Journey. Oh yeah, he made it. What is the same where Death's like pissed off and it's oh, yeah. showing yeah. the cannons yeah. yeah. going yeah. around right. in a circle. It was that. true. Yeah. It was true, man. I always wanted one of those little like hockey I love that games. Scene. Like oh, it was yeah. like the thing, like oh, kind of like foosball. Yeah, yeah. But like the one, but it was like a hockey one. Yeah, and they, I remember they had like a, my friend had one that was like Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and it was like, but they had like it was a hockey nice. one like that. I think the Ninja Turtle ones is. Didn't hockey. you have a foosball street. table? I did have a foosball like table. Oh my like, gosh! Yeah, we had like yeah. an annual foosball tournament at my house. Oh, dude! Like we invite people over and we make T-shirts and stuff. No spins. No, of course, no spins. I remember fights happened at the boys and girls club over spins, no spins. What do you mean, like when you just like if you just, yeah, yeah like so that's we cheap. ended up having to like there was a permanent sign above the foosball table that said no spins. What if it's a controlled spin, like you spin catch? No, that's that's not a spin. If you're doing no. like that, the foot, but the foot can. It's like high, no high sticking. The foot can't go oh, above. You like, can't do a full revolution. Like, yeah. oh, you can't okay. go full all the way around. Okay, okay. What so. about what if they wait wait wait? But soccer players do that. They don't spin Bicycle around. Kick. 
bicycle kick. That's where you can well, yeah, do well, a you full. Can do, you can have them all the way upside down and do like a full swing. Uh, you just can't. It just beat. can't. It's got to be in control. And here's the thing, though, is we made that rule, but I could beat anybody that spun because you have no actual control. If you were right. actually yeah, doing yeah, it, yeah. like you can totally beat them. Yeah, they might get a lucky shot in there here and there, but real. Because I also, uh, up at summer camp, was the foosball tournament champion, had mm. a t-shirt to prove it. So, yeah, it's kind of my thing. The movie Days and Confused had a great foosball scene. Yeah. The scene, the Emporium, is that where they were? Yeah. And the scene opens up while they're playing foosball, and the camera angle is inside the foosball table, and you see a close-up of a dude maneuvering the ball, and then he shoots it. And it's like, it's like you actually get to, you're like you're in the foosball table watching it. It's great. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I was and now there's a football movie that's coming out that I just can't wait for my kids to drag me to. So is it a satire or is it? No, like it's a cartoon about foosball players that come to life and help a kid win like a wait, soccer what? or wait. something. You have not seen the trailer for this? No. no. Oh, I thought well, it was going to be like Beer Fest or something where it's like these dudes that are really into foosball. No, movies. no. It's like yeah. a kid's cartoon and the kid like is never good at real soccer like the, but he's good at foosball. Sounds like the Crayon movie. The bully. Yeah, he's, I'm telling you, it's going to be like that. The bully from like when he was a kid comes back to town to like sell the you know youth center or whatever and he has to like PC challenges <laughs> him to a game center. of like soccer but he doesn't know how to play but his like foosball table comes alive and those guys help him or something I don't know what well they could just make the movie about a foosball tournament the, 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 the head foosball character on Wilson so. it's, it's all they're all just look they look I mean it's terrible artwork like you can't I don't know I'm sorry guys but foosball ain't gonna do it <laughs> But if we make it as foosball soccer fusion. <laughs> yeah, it's... Well, my kids will be dragging me to that, I'm sure. All right, final remarks from Denver. Final remarks from Denver. If you like Kurt Russell, Bone Tomahawk is pretty good. Oh, I heard the good things about that. Yeah? People were writing about that. Is that the new one? Yeah. Hey, man. Kurt's... How do you not like Kurt Russell? Also, he was awesome in Furious 7, and... Like, yeah. the new one yeah. is... I've heard the new one is going to be even more Kurt Russell. <laughs> and... That should be their tagline. More Kurt Russell. More Kurt Russell. <laughs> like, when he went into, like, snake mode and just started, like, yeah. destroying people. What are going to call like, the eight yeah, one? I don't know. Eight Fast, Eight Furious? Probably just Furious Eight. No. How about... How about, right. how about... Fast Eight? Escape from L.A. Yeah. Three. Because he did Escape <laughs> from New York, Escape from L.A. Fast Eight Escape from Tokyo. There we go. Escape from Tokyo. A, escape from Tokyo Drift. Yeah, there you go. Like a, if they picked the middle of nowhere, that was like South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about South Dakota. Because you've got so like, many roads out there that are probably like perfect for just driving. Like, you know, you can go fast. It wouldn't be that hard to escape. No, we had like a 15 minute. And they go through like that. The, well, they got to do it. They should do like like in Utah, like the salt flats. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like drifting all around the salt flat. Like yeah. a really bad Cadillac or Lexus. They, they're going up the side of a mountain. They're just drifting around. The Are they like just smashing into those big giant like Grand Teton type formations? Yeah. All right, guys. I want all the cliche shots that we see in the Lexus commercials. Let's go. I don't know. I, I feel like he does. He does the like, There's one that makes a loop. Yeah. It's like they were talking about the this. <laughs> he actually and makes a yeah. thing. They were talking about this on Kevin and Bean, like, as far as, like, what they're going to have to do in Furious 8, because, like, the stunts, and they're actually doing these stunts, so, like, like, what are they going to do? Like, we're, we're, we're like this, we're one movie away from, like, a plane in, like, a car in space. Like, 
like there space car. There it is. Like a going into the like yeah. they they seriously shoot a car into the ionosphere, <laughs> like for real. Not, and this is for real because no, like they're really no, furious. And it's not because the car yeah. flew up there. It's because the car is catapulted yeah. with that much force yeah. that it's thrown out of our atmosphere. <laughs> Back and no, and that's because they have to do that. They have to they have to do that in order to in order to catch the bad guy in time. They have to do like a trajectory, like slingshot it around the earth in order to intercept. And like Vin, Vin Diesel's like, we have to go back. And then Doc and Marty show up, it's like. What if it was? What if they start? What, what if they, they, they start? Cross over? Cross what if everything over? just crosses over? Yeah. yeah, and then the Avengers show up. The love back. bug shows up. This is pretty much just what like I played in my bedroom in the afternoon, <laughs> like as a kid. Back to the Future plus the Avengers. That's it hasn't changed really. So Lego Dimensions. <laughs> Um, you any, may have made a purchase. May have made a purchase. I thought you were week. waiting until Black Friday. I found a deal. <laughs> what happened? She got a deal. Uh, she had like one. Of, she has that that Target app where it tells you like the super cartwheel cartwheel. And she got plus she has the Target cards. She got an extra five percent off. So she got like so you have it now. Percent off. Haven't we literally bought it yesterday? So I haven't even opened it. But yeah, I got it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in, guys. Lego Dimensions. So I was like, do we need to like save this? For what does kids? it come with? Is this a regular? Just a bit. Yeah, you build. Well, you build like the you, um, what do you portal, like and a then Stargate, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like Stargate. You you actually build it out of Legos, and then it's got. I think it has Wild Style and Batman, and I don't know one other character. I think maybe a Gandalf or something mm-hmm. like that. Like. To start with, and then what? Oh, what are you yeah. gonna get? Are you going for Back to the Future? Oh, dude. Is that like your first go? Like a, a video game? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. But you like build the stuff, yeah. and then you well, put it on the thing. It's, it's like it that. In. I saw that you guys had the Infinity thing. Yeah. There. yeah. Okay. It's like that, except even cooler because you, you build, build it, and whatever you build goes in there. See that? So like you move it around and build a different kind of car, and then that car goes in there. And then they have. They also have like. It's like every license. Yeah, like, they have like Doctor Who, Portal, yeah, Scooby like, Doo. Can you only build it with those approved parts? Or I will it work don't know like, for sure. I think like, it might have to be wait, like the one. Does Disney own <laughs> yeah. Lego yet? No, no, no. But they have license well, stuff to um, them. Yeah. When, when's that going to happen? When's Disney going to buy Lego? I don't know. Soon, I guess. Because I, I don't know. Lego's doing okay for themselves. Yeah, but though. Disney owns everything. Yeah, yeah. Lego's doing real well. Like. Now and they're kind of they're 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 Dutch. I don't think I think they're like they like their their independence independence. And, yeah. Well, I'm excited for it. I'm, they're all the way over there in Denmark. I think. Wait, that's not Dutch, is it? No, that's Danish. 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 Dutch Danish. is from Netherlands. Yeah, which yeah. is also known as Holland, which is very confusing. I remember we did all this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Americans on geography. (laughs) There you go, guys. A little lesson for you this week. So Mark says, you guys are awesome, and let them cookies cool. That's right. Thanks for writing. Wait, that was Denver that wrote that. You said Mark. I did. Yeah. Sorry. But Mark should respond to the question. Yes. Sweet. What else is sweet? Yes, what is sweet? Stitcher's pretty sweet. That's right. It's a good place to listen to podcasts. Yeah. You guys on Stitcher yet? Stitcher? What's that? It's a place for podcasts, but you could probably put comedy stuff up there, right? Well, you, so you, you can upload videos or it's just sound? No, it's just, just podcasts. Sound. But you guys should get in on that. Yeah. Stitcher. 
And you can listen to podcasts on Stitcher. Go to RadioBrendo.com, click the Stitcher link, and if they still let you put in a code, you put in the code BrendoMan. Yeah. But it's a cool way to listen to podcasts because you can you can um, start and stop. It keeps your place. It's great. Listen to multiple devices. devices and on your web browser. S T I C H. ER? That's it. Okay. Like a stitch. Yeah. So you so put like, like audio uh, draw or audio uh, sketches and stuff, audio dramas. It's a new podcast network? It's new? Uh, it's been no. around for a while. It's a podcast aggregator. Like a platform. Player. Yeah. Like you have to have a podcast. Right. Yeah. It's just a place for you to set yes. up and broadcast. Yeah. Yes. Cool. And can listen to all the Benvy Network podcasts on Stitcher. That's right. You got lots of them. Lots of good ones. I'd like to give a special shout out to the season finale of Pick Your Path. They uploaded it's a choose your own adventure in podcast form. Nice. It's pretty awesome. Yep. It was pretty cool. And we're working on recording some new popsicles. I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah, pending. Schedule. Derek got a new microphone. That's good. That's the first step. But it's just now coordinating schedules. So. All right. Derek's got an interview with Marvel today. Really? He interviewed a Marvel today. Really? Oh, oh, I got what? Um, a PA at the studio. Nice. I wonder how it went. Oh, I hope he got it. What would be his, like, if they cast him, they like him, he's a PA, they're going to cast him as a minor character in a Marvel movie. What minor Marvel character is Derek going to be? Flash Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> He kind of looks like Flash right. Thompson. I, I guess. Okay. I could see that. He's got the Flash Thompson hair. Yeah. I, I suppose. I don't know if he... Because he's kind of like a bully, though. Derek's kind of a bully. I guess so. Just in a different way, though. I don't think of him as, like, shoving Peter Parker across the room. Well, in this new universe... But he could, because he's, he's acting. So he can do that. Yeah. All right. So Flash Thompson. He might be yeah, Flash in Thompson. In the new Spider-Man. That's good. Okay. That's cool. I hope he gets that. I hope he did too. I got to text him. I forgot to text him. Yeah, I think that was today. So um, there's lots of other ones too. Uh, They're almost done with Shut Up Leonard. There's like no more community. Yeah, it's almost over. Unless they get that movie. I don't think, I don't know. I I think that was all, because Yahoo lost like millions of dollars. They did not handle it very well, I don't feel. Well, cause Yahoo Screens sucks. I have to... You guys ever watch anything on Yahoo Screen? No, I, I don't constantly know have just... to fight them off when I'm trying to upload things <laughs> from the internet. So, try not to go there. Are they desperate? They're pretty desperate. I'm like, hey, hey, put your video over here, hey, hey! Yeah, man. I mean, the amount of adware that they're attached to, like... Use us instead! Well, I have to even admit to my brother, Matthew, that he was right about it, too, cause... I'm like, why do you hate? Because he said, I don't like Yahoo. They're going to ruin everything. I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's fine. And now I'm like. Well, at least they made the show. They did make it. it. But I haven't even gotten to finish it because it's so frustrating <laughs> to watch it on a show. You should come site. over here and watch it because it works on the Xbox. I know. I need to do that. <laughs> we also have to watch the Clerks cartoon. Yes. We have a lot of cartoons we need to watch. Have you guys ever seen the Clerks cartoon? I remember when it came out. I so I good. And I was telling Phil about it. And I'm like, I didn't feel because there's so many like goofy things that like and also things that other shows like judge reinhold as a real judge like people say arrested development but that was on the clerk cartoon first and (laughs) other things that kevin did that other people other shows ripped off dang it 
Um, also, Alec, the, the, that Alec Baldwin was really funny. Like, he had Alec Baldwin as, like, a voice talent. Um, I don't know, just lots of good stuff. It's really... How many seasons did it last? It only, actually, it only aired, only, like, three of the episodes aired, and there's only, like, six of them. Because it got destroyed. This was the summer of 2000, and, um, they were going up against Survivor. That's like Undeclared, man. That was like yeah. Undeclared. Oh, I love that. Dude, Freaks oh. and Geeks and Undeclared got well, side like railed. But yep. Freaks and Geeks actually last. I've watched the entire series. 18 episodes of Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. And that actually legitimately carried like a beginning and an ending. I guess. Yeah. It felt like you watched the whole series. And, well, that's because like, luckily uh, they found out they were going to get canceled. So yeah, they, Undeclared just like the I last episode. I love both those just, shows, man. Freezing Geeks is my all-time favorite TV show, like, period. Yeah, Me too. Like, we yeah. talk about it excessively. We talk about it all the time. We have, we have met, Phil's met the entire, yeah, everybody in the cast. have almost every single person down to minor characters' autographs. And we've gone to, like, reunion like, events. minor characters. We've, I've, I don't know, we've, we're pretty obsessive. It kind of felt like about, dazed and confused, the TV show. I mean, well, especially, yeah, That's like, awesome. and for our generation and... And it just, just it, it captured it was the this, most real. It captured this reality like. that none, had never been depicted before in that way. Like, like it totally. Like, I love that opening scene where it just skewers the like teen melodramas <laughs> and like, and they go to like underneath the bleachers and they're talking about music and they're making dumb right. jokes. Yeah. And, and like I'm like That's this is the show, really like, and then yeah. the kids, are, the the geeks are quoting Caddyshack and like right. getting harassed by the Saturday. bully. They're and, staying up on Saturday to watch Saturday. Yeah, Night. and like, right. like yeah. this is stuff. Like they're geeks, but it's yeah. very much like what it really was like. It's not the like you know tape in the middle. Yeah, of the no, well, like no, Saved no. by the Bell nerds. Right, it, right. it was no. real. Like, That's what and was again, really like, like then like the team melodramas that I grew up that I I do love, but. They're like wish fulfillment type things. Like it's not yeah. real. Yeah. And, like and then, Creek or and something then, but like then that. on the other side, you have the ones that were real in a sense, like Degrassi or something, where it's all just like teen pregnancy and super drugs pregnancy. and just like <laughs> right. super like after school special. Whereas like Freaks this was like perfect. it's right on that line. Just like it, 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 it walked it just so well, yeah. perfect. And, and then undeclared is like the perfect, almost like sequel. Like what it almost would have been like if <laughs> yeah, it I was that age when it came. Because out. Oh. oh yeah, we, we we talk about it all the time because there's. Like, there were so many shows that misled us about college and, like, yeah, what, undeclared. like, how, like, my idea of what college was going to be like was so tainted by, like, to your, like, oh, there's going to be these just wacky hijinks and dorms are going to be, like, these palaces. Cause, like, think Sun about dorm off. rooms and, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, think about dorm rooms and, like, that yeah. dorm room and Saved by the Bell, the college years, there was, like, a giant suite and they all had their own bed yeah. area right. and, like, crazy. I and, love the thought that there was just a Mentor waiting for you around the corner. Right. Yeah, like some guy ready right, to just stuff. lead you on the right path. Yeah. Oh no, the RA, the RA, the guy, <laughs> so undeclared was like the act. Like I watch undeclared. I'm like that is exactly like think, there, there were so, so many things, things that actually, that actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
Like, oh, dude. Like, so many things. Like, where we had a friend, because you know, there's one where, like, Marshall gets a job in the cafeteria and he, like, he's bringing the he cafeteria. Brings the whole, like, train we back had a cookup in the cafeteria and he would bring, like, yeah. trays bread of pudding food. night, guys. And then we would just, like, have a giant thing and we'd all gather around and eat bread pudding. The credit card thing, like, when they're all, like, free money, like, free that. Money. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm still yeah. working on that credit. Just the, the, the most simplest situation. Going to Costco, like, the Costco. Or the, the two yeah. girls, uh, she was pissed off because her friend kept listening to that song, How Bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> right? Just like roommate yeah. music. Yeah. All the roommate situations. Oh, yeah. All See, the, was, like, girl, like, the relationship stuff. I, I was, uh... Was just much more real to me, like... It was, I don't know. It was like, I was the same age. Yeah. But I was in the Marines instead of college. But... In the Marines, it's similar to dorm rooms where they put three of you in a barracks room and you have sinks and a shower, but that's it. You don't have a kitchen. Yeah. You're put in these barracks rooms and you bunk in a small, just like a college dorm. So it was like watching my experience through like a parallel universe. Like this is what would have happened if you went to college. But it was still kind of happening in the Marines because everything was kind of structured the same. Same situations, just a different environment. Mm -hmm. Just because I was the same age. It was such a bullshit. You should write the the, uh, Marines. The Marines. Marines Like Carla College. Oh, man, I've thought of it. No, no, I've thought of it. And and just call it peacetime. And uh, because I served during peacetime. And just the way, like, when I watched the movie that most reminds me of what it was like to be in the Marines was Super Troopers because we were all really good at what we did and we used to constantly fuck with each other in every way we could and there was no bar for the sense of humor there was never too offensive there was never too corny stupid it doesn't matter because you had everyone of every race there so it was like it was just like this Mel Brooks zone where fucking we were always just fucking with each other man and I, I would love to capture that energy and put it into something. But just to remember all the situations that created all that humor, that would be the difficult part. But yeah, it's just like Super Troopers, man. Did you guys ever see um, Clone High? It's like a uh-huh. it's short-lived MCU Adam Wells talks about it a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's probably it's my favorite It's Lord and Miller. It's the guys, the Lego movie guys. That was their okay, thing okay. before yeah. they... They did that, yeah. Um, yeah, that one makes fun of like all those sort of like like high school. You're just learning how to go through things, but it's doing it with all like famous people throughout history huh. that are just cl- clones of themselves. Okay, you know, that are in this high school together. Um, yeah, I would say if you've never seen it, it's it's, it's a fun, quick watch. That's it got, cool. The show got pulled because they had uh, Gandhi on it. Oh, right. <laughs> so after a while people got a little upset and uh, the show got pulled. Why? Why can't you write from Gandhi what you think Gandhi's point of view would have been? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't even the it's like a clone of Gandhi. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's their that's their it's just the that's where they drew the line. Yeah. It's like, hey, that's blasphemous. You know where I draw the line? I draw the line of paying too much money for web hosting. That's right. You know where you should host your stuff. <laughs> Dreamhost.com if you use the promo code Radio Brendo Man, you will save fifty dollars at checkout. It's Radio Brendo Man. We're hoping someone's going to hire us to just do their ads for them. And you'll also get a free domain registration. That's right. That's right. That's a fantastic deal. You know what else is a fantastic deal? Yes, I do. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime is fantastic. Free shipping. Christmas time is coming soon. And you want to make your Christmas awesome, you can get a 30-day free trial of Amazon Prime. Go to RadioBrendo.com, 
click the Amazon Prime free trial. You get that two-day free shipping. I just got my mom's birthday present. I almost forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, I just found it outside your door. No, that's not it. That's oh. my jeans. Oh, I found your jeans outside the door. <laughs> Why would I send my mom's birthday present to me? Oh, I guess that doesn't mean... <laughs> hey, mom. I love your present. So I did that once by accident. So I did that once by accident. Like, I was on I the, I was on the Amazon app. And I ordered my, my mom's, it was for Mother's Day, and I'm like, alright, mom, done. I got her a scrapbook thing, done. And, and then like two days later, it's on my doorstep, and I'm like, oh crap! There it is. And so I had to like figure, and then I'm like, well I'll just, and I didn't have time to like, I'm like, well I'll ship this to her. I'm like, no, I gotta do another gift, and then send it straight to her with the Amazon shipping. And then I'm, at some point I said I'll, I would send, this other stuff, like later on down the line, it's still sitting in my closet. <laughs> what, is, what is it? It's like some scrapbooking stuff. My mom likes scrapbooking. I figure it's a rainy day gift. Yeah, you know, <laughs> birthday comes up and you haven't thought of something. Well, this so year she wanted she wanted nicotine patches, and I'm like, is that on Amazon? And sure enough, <laughs> so you got your mom that for Christmas. Well, she no, this is for a birthday. Oh, birthday. Okay. She said she's like, this is what I want because I'm right. trying. She's trying to quit. That's good. So. <laughs> The plus they're expensive. So the pants you got though, you told them that you didn't get them. Yeah, because I didn't know so they did were they there. Send you another pair. Yes. So I just came here and I'm like, hey, what's this box up here on top of your? Uh, well, because I heard the door. I heard the door. I don't know what the heck the guy did. I heard the doorbell. I come out and there's no package. So I'm like, what the heck? And then because stuff has gotten stolen before. Are you sure? Maybe it's all just been piled up there. That was quick. Why would they put it up there? Just yeah, to protect it. Because there's a sign. You can't that see anything up there. I'm gonna look in your garage and see if your bike really got stolen. I think it might just be sitting on top of something. <laughs> my bike got stolen, man. Wow. Oh, yeah. So yeah, so my jeans, the, the package was sitting on top <laughs> of the air conditioning there. unit. Yep, yep. I wonder if there's anything else up there. You should probably look. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> get- it's like, it's hard to see back there. There's like a light. Yeah. Well, so now you get two pairs of pants. Yeah, I kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> Whatever, I bought them for work and I got fired, so... <laughs> Did you get a gift receipt? Yeah. You can just send it back. Everything about those pants. But I kind of need them. <laughs> I don't know, but I can't... It's like, if I get a... What if I get a job where it's like real business? Do you have actual pants? Not and I only jeans? have... I only have one pair of slacks and the pockets are all messed up. Because they keep getting caught on like the chair and then they tear a little bit. So they're slowly getting more and more That's like... That's going to be my uh, clothing brand name. Actual pants. <laughs> Actualpants.com. You're talking Should to two dudes that like rarely, if ever, wear pants. <laughs> Although I wear jeans. But, yeah, like, real pants, pants, like, slacks, like, yeah, never. That's all I wear. I never wear those. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, but you have to, like, you have to wear nice clothes for your job, right? I wear this. Because you're, like, a valet. <laughs> I just wear this. Aren't you a valet? Yeah, but I wear this. Yeah? Yeah. That's not I bad. have a nice work jacket that I wear, but uh, this is what I wear. Your valet jacket? Yeah. Nice. One's bright blue, the other one's jet black. Are you the guy who wears the valley jacket that fits him, or are you the guy that wears the valley jacket that's obviously too big? But he... What I already, celebrity I is the worst stiff tipper? Jay Moore. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah. They should call him Jay Less. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. I'm out. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what, though? What? If you want to help more on our show, you could also just buy stuff from Amazon. You could buy Jay Moore's book. You could buy something by Jay Moore. Yeah. And uh, it'll help us out. Just go to our website, RadioBrindo.com. Yep. Click the little link on the right-hand Click side. Click that Amazon link. Do your all your holiday shopping, mom shopping. Buy your regular stuff. Kids shopping. And we'll read it here on the show. Anonymously, of course. We got a book, The Devil in the White City, Murder, Magic, and Madness at the Fair that Changed America. Wow. Huh. That's intense. And then we got Wally on uh, Blu-ray. Someone bought Wally. And also, I didn't know these existed, but now I'm going to look into them because I need new sheets. They're Amazon Basics. Microfiber sheet set. What's the thread count on those? I don't know. I let's, get, let's get a thread count. I want to know what we're talking about here. I don't know. Yeah, because like mine right now are like really high thread count, but they were expensive. Is it the kind like where you like climb in and you get like rug burn? When Twenty you bucks. Uh, what did we have a thread count? Mike will have you. It doesn't say. Oh man, it's microfiber. It Do they even have thread? Is it cheap? Twenty bucks for how for how much? For what? One set of sheet? That's a pretty good One deal. Set of sheet? For queen size. Sure. How much does that other fabric cost? What's it doesn't thing? say. Well, it's, poly- it's polyester microfiber. So they don't, they don't, that's not threads. I guess not. How does it, I don't know anything. I wouldn't even know what it was. I don't think polyester, I think, I feel like, does that breathe? I don't know if I'd like that. I have cotton sheets. What is polyester? What does that feel like? Like a Parisian night it's suit. Like, it's like fake silk. It's like if you want the feel of silk, but no. But you don't want to pay for it. But it's a, it's a little bit. It says it offers the best of both insulating warmth and comfortable breathability. It's like wearing a Parisian night suit to bed. <laughs> trying to tell you it won't cost night sweats? Maybe. It's for if you, if you, uh, yeah. It if repels wear, water, right? Yeah, yeah so if you wear the suit... It's like a plastic, right? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> with those sheets, if you wear the suits with the suit with those sheets... Well done, Amazon. Here, Super impressed. <laughs> sheets are extremely soft after one wash, are lightweight for summer nights, and have a nice sateen look to them. Ooh. Sateen, is that a word? I don't know. Satin? He says sateen. I think this guy... I don't think that's a real thing. Sateen. Um, Google it? I'd hold them up against our 700 count Egyptian sateen sheets. So yeah, I know they're sheets, man. I wouldn't know if I'd ask him. Okay, what's a one star review on this? Because there's a couple one stars. Let's get a one star review on the sheets. Whoa, this guy like wrote a really dramatic review for two years. Two years, two I, years suffered I suffered in silence. Yes, I, I, a sheets. struggling young adult, struggle with only one. Yes, that's right, one oh. set of sheets. Every week was the same. Strip the bed, wash the sheets, dry the sheets, remake the bed. Over the two years, my one poor set of sheets took a beating. They saw countless menstrual cycles, (laughs) various cold and flu viruses, dogs, and sleepovers. This is a verified purchase. And sleepovers. I meticulously washed and bleached those sheets until one day I took them from the wash and noted that they were beyond bleaching or stain removal. They were dying. They were dying gray. (laughs) 
I searched high and low, went to Target and TJ Maxx, but to no avail. Why? Why were simple square pieces of fabric $50? I could not afford this. I could not afford, I could not justify the spending of $50 on plain white fabric. This is the best Amazon review I've ever read. This is first set of sheets. So I searched. I searched high and I searched low until I came here to the Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) It was here. Here I discovered them. Plain white sheets at a modest and affordable price. Don't buy them. You'll regret it. You need Egyptian cotton, my mother said. (laughs) No, I care not what cotton they be. All I need are sheets. I have no one to impress. No one who shares my bed. I am a lowly virgin promised in matrimony to another with a sworn vow of chastity. I care not for fancy sheets. I shouted. So I bought them. I made my bed and I laid in it. And I can tell you that, yes, they are, in fact, sheets that you can sleep in. And that's... That's one of the best Amazon reviews ever. Victoria Figueroa. It got eight comments on the review on Amazon. That's pretty good. So sateen is a fabric made using satin weave structure, but made with spun <laughs> yarns instead of pillows. So that's a real thing. Yeah. Somebody just said ridiculous. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's definitely one of the best reviews ever. I want to read the one star review. Okay. I don't know. It's going to be tough to follow that. That's not. I don't know if that's completely organic. It might not be, but... Said verified purchase. I mean, I mean, at least somebody paid for it, even if it was a bit. Yeah. <laughs> they paid to do that bit. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they knew. No, they just took advantage of it. While the quality of the sheets are fine for the price, the color ivory white is cream or off-white, not white. It even states white on the packaging. How dare they? I am including a photo of the package I received next to an old white sheet I had. I thought it was mislabeled, but I see this same problem in other views as well. Returning. Wow, someone really cares about their Stand off-white sheets. Stand your ground, man. These sheets are quite nice out of the box, but a month into it, and I can tell they aren't going to last. <laughs> We'll adjust ratings accordingly depending on when they do end up failing. Failing? How does that mean? Also, I don't think For the price, they aren't bad. Update. Develop scratchy pulls all over them. I'm not sure how to describe it exactly, but it feels like sleeping on sandpaper. Absolutely unsatisfied. More on this later. Wait, wait, see if that first person that left that review, see if they left any other reviews for any other websites. Oh, yeah. Click on their profile. I want to see what they've said about other I think they're like a budding comedy writer, and this is like their platform, you know? (laughs) No, we just found that guy who does the interviews, Onyx the Fortuitous, who pretty much crashes other people. There it is, right there. Victoria Figueroa. Yeah, let's see that page. Is this like... real. I want to see other ways that this person has reviewed things. No, like that one's pretty normal that's there. It? Yeah, it's just like a normal. Uh, that's so it? what the heck? What's her she deal? Did two reviews. One her only like... other one is a shower speaker. It just says this little speaker works flawlessly in the shower. It has actually helped me cut down on shower time because I am familiar with the songs I play. <laughs> I def recommend it. And then that one. And then that whole. To just one day she was just inspired. She just really liked those sheets. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we salute you, Victoria no, Figueroa. This is what happened. <clears throat> she works for Amazon, and she wrote that first one. That was her first one. Her boss came in and said, look, man, that's not believable. You got to write something a little more detailed. Give us a little more story about she it. Said, so she said, fuck what? it. Fuck you. You want a story? I'll give you a fucking story. And she wrote Drama. this long... Dialogue with her mom. It's like the Gene Peterman catalog. <laughs> it totally is. All right, well, we also got a Funko Pop Star Wars Heavy Artillery First Order Stormtrooper Pop. Oh, nice. <clears throat> and a Obi-Wan Kenobi Pop Vinyl Bobblehead. So thank you. Yeah, and keep ordering stuff. stuff. Amazon. It's pretty good. That was just in the last like three days. Yeah, people well, buying stuff. The Amazon. Christmas time. Welcome to the Amazon. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you what thing Amazon does have that I learned today: the best reviews. Yes, they yes. do. Oh, dude, we've we've had we've that's one of our little side features. Is every once in a while we'll look at we either we'll go to the one we'll either look at. First, we scan for like some crazy thing just on the initial page, but you can usually find the real gold of like the one star reviews. Yeah. If someone's mad enough to write one star <laughs> about like on a sheet just about like thing. some dumb thing. They're yeah. usually pretty hilarious. Everyone talks about Yelp, but it's really uh, Amazon. It's, it's in Amazon, yeah, man. Amazon, yeah. that's the place. In the and then we like the Amazon. The best was well. Then we started reading reviews for like gross things, like for like vaginal cream and. Reviews for condoms and uh, other things. A, yeah. Amazon like black hole. Yeah, yeah. Little, yeah. Little rabbit hole. Hey, we should look up a review right now. A horrible review or something. Another one. We already did that one. Just that one. It's over, Jim. That was it. Mo- the magic yeah. moment is past. Yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest I've laughed in a long time. Uh, that was yeah, pretty fantastic. fantastic. Well, if you want to laugh a lot, no one to walk away. Check out our Facebook group. If you go to radiobrendo.com, there's links to it. Yeah. Um, people posting a lot of funny stuff. You know, someone should post a theater group uh, sketch there. I should say. That's, the, that's somewhere someone could post it. Theater kids. Theater kids. I, I, dude, I've missed the right, name like twenty times. Brian, Brian calls us theater boys. Theater. I kind of like that. And I'm always like, yeah, dude, we got to do it with a big Z. Theater boys. boys. And then I said theater group, so yeah. there you go. But I so is theater, Brian, though, so is Brian back part. at work? Yeah, he's taking time off here and there. So he's like working the night shift still, and then he like works, uh, and then he's like got the kid shift. Is he ever getting any? Does is he getting no, any man, sleep? He's showing up to work. Like you remember, you've seen Shot of the Dead, right? <laughs> the twin yeah. brother who shows up in the morning. Who you don't notice okay. the twins until the end of the movie. It just looks like that one dude has been awake just all keeps night. Going. And uh he looks like the dude that in the morning <clears throat> like he just like his eyes are bloodshot and red. <laughs> and uh what happens is I can tell when he's tired because I walk across the lobby when I see him at work. And when he first starts to shift within the first half eyes. hour, he uh he'll be standing straight up at the front desk. And if he's standing straight up, I know he's good. But he does this thing on the out across the lobby called the lean. <laughs> and he'll be standing there and his head will be cocked all the way to the side. And he'll be looking down and he'll kind of be rocking, keeping his fucking balance. And he's like pretty much using the keyboard to stay standing. And he's just like standing there and I just yell across the lobby, the lead! And then he kind of leans up and he laughs like, yeah. He goes <laughs> back like into it. dead to the world, man. Phil knows all about awkward sleeping positions, finding sleep where you can. That's right. That's basically Phil's life. Yeah, I don't sleep much. That's okay. Oh, we were just just talking to some people 
our kid had a um, Luke had a um, play group or a play not play group like a play date. You know, went over and played with some friends. And we were talking to the parents. And we're like, was yeah. it one of his girlfriends? It is actually. Well, it was a girl. Luke's but, son. There's a lot of lady friends. Yeah, my. He, did I just show no, you the picture? Fun. Did I show you the picture of him this week? I gotta. Well, it's not gonna come out of there. I just I got a picture of him with like his arm. I'm gonna show you while we're talking about this stuff here because it's, <laughs> it's. He's already crazy. got the Kavorka. Dude, Kavorka is strong. I'm, I kid you not. This this is he's in TK like pre kindergarten. That's him with his girl there. This already, is, look at that. Yeah, he's already putting the moves. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like holding her hand, walking to class. I'm like, dude, like you're five. Stop it. Look at that. Yeah. He always was good with the ladies. Yeah, that's him. So uh, I'm in trouble there. That's for sure. Anyway, but if you don't want to be in trouble, you should also go to the subreddit. We got our subreddit going. Mm. Kickstarter. What's the latest? Any vinyl updates? Uh, like I haven't looked in the last, in the last three days. In like three days. I don't you looked. check like all the time? I have like the last three days have been insane. What's been so insane? I've been in the classroom. They had the Thanksgiving party. Had to get all their like Thanksgiving oh. crafts ready. I did get a text from you because you found out your daughter is reading at a twelfth grade level. Oh yeah, we have parent teacher conferences. First grader. Ah, yeah, geez. well, that's where they stop the She's test. a genius. Because they don't go past 12th grade. So. She's reading chapter books. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. The, the funny part is, like, I don't think her teacher had really, like, looked at the test results yet. And she's like, this is surprising. And we're like, well, what's this, like, 12th thing here? Like, is that, like, 12th level? And she's like, that's, like, 12th grade. And we're like, oh, okay, so that's pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's she's all, that's where the test stops. So it doesn't go any higher than that. I'm like, okay. Holy shit. That's cool. Dang. Yeah, she's doing okay. Luke, too. So you, like, would have to consider finding something that could legitimately challenge her. Yeah. And that's got to be the challenge for you now, right? That's it. Well, you know, maybe Moby Dick, something like that. <laughs> and a <laughs> and What about, like, school in peace? general, though? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's the challenge. Well, it is, and that has been a challenge. Um, my wife is a teacher, though, so that helps a lot because yeah. she's, yeah. she's very much into progressive educational tactics and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, man. It's good. But, right, um, uh, I came out of the Midwest school system, which is like, yeah. hey, you, hey, you, what's wrong with you? All right, forget it. I'm done with you. All right, we're going <laughs> yeah. to keep going. No, you just sit there and keep developing your What's issues. wrong with this yeah. one? He likes yeah. to daydream. He's retarded. Just pass him. <laughs> that, that was my first through 12th grade. That was my MO. I was the, I was the, he's under his desk reading books. Let's put him in special yeah, ed. Yeah, I got yeah. written up I was time. that kid. For reading well, in class. I was thinks for himself. I was in a physics class that I was hoping was going to be a little bit more advanced than it was, and it was the first time they were uh, introducing the physics class into my high school. So it was it was all exciting, and then it wound up just being like really rudimentary stuff. And I spent the whole time doodling, and I got written up for reading in the classroom. Because <laughs> um, that was one of the things Audrey doodles, and she's giving. Well, yeah, like I so, yeah, she so they do like a worksheet. And she's done with it, and all the other kids are, you know, working on it. And she starts doodling on the back, and the teacher, because I was like, went in and observed, and the teacher's like, don't doodle, we're working on math. I'm like, she's been done with this like 10 minutes ago, you know? And so, it, I mean, stuff like that, we've kind of had to talk to her, because I don't want her to get discouraged and like, not like learning. But, but my wife, when she was in school, kind of similar to with Brendan, like, she, um, she, they thought like there was something wrong with her. She was, she was really shy because her parents got divorced. 
And so they put her in like in RSP and special ed stuff and and she's like a genius. Like now she's a teacher with multiple masters and different degrees and stuff and so that's like her passion is helping to get those kids that are you know that, that the teachers will give up on or not pay attention to right. that that are probably the smartest kids in the class really, you know. But. I figured out by 3rd grade um if I keep my mouth shut I'll pass no matter what. So I connect the dots on every test. Mm-hmm. Didn't read the questions, answer whatever. They would say, what's the problem? Are you reading? Yeah, I'm reading. The information just doesn't stick. So I just pulled, kept that story and just let them pass me every every year. And then uh, there was a sort of a pit stop in fifth grade because my stepmom sat me down and she... Uh, she kind of tricked me. She sat down and she goes, I'm going to read to you. And she read me the short story. And then she said, what's it about? And I told her the undertone. And she goes, see, you're not stupid. I know it. Mm-hmm. She goes, you're just being lazy. That's, that's, no, you're going to get good grades the rest of this year. And I was like, I thought I was in trouble because I answered it wrong. And she was <laughs> like, no, all right. So I'm like, fuck. So then, like, she made me study that whole year, and that was the first year I got, like, all Bs on my report card. And then back to sixth grade, I just was like, fuck it. I just went back to just doodling. <laughs> so I was like, fuck this memorizing shit. They're going to pass me anyways. Well, and that's what, like, Janelle, my wife's, her her thesis that she wrote was about boys in particular in school because – School's not made for the way a lot of boys learn, like sitting there and staring and doing a worksheet and, you know, having someone lecture at you. That's not, I mean, lots of kids, but boys in particular, like, that's not how you learn, you know. Right, Nobody, being, yeah. being active and getting your boring. hands on stuff. Right, yeah. doing like stuff. like the most important right. thing. So that's her whole philosophy. That was a lot that I learned when I, when I started getting into film stuff. Like, that was the biggest thing that everybody keeps ramming into your head where it's like just get your hands on equipment get your hands on right. something get started right. don't don't yeah. ever stop like know? with stand up like how do you get into stand up I you never start I never asked anybody you just do it you just right. do it no, and you just find a way I yeah. did, something in my head clicked somewhere along the line of being a kid rummaging through every piece of comedy I could find that these people all started at an open mic I just figured it out so uh, luckily when I started Google had already existed, so I'm like, there's got to be an open mic website, you know. So that's how it started. I just start. I just went online, found an open mic where all the open mics were, and I just started doing it. And then from there, once you jump to anything you want to pursue, once you jump in the environment, if you stick with it, you'll fall down the rabbit hole and you'll learn as you go. You can't just like walk around and expect to read a book on it and then learn right. it and do it. No, you have to like jump into it. Yeah, I mean, my parents were really strict on my education up until probably, like, the middle of high school when they realized that I, I was, like, drawing a lot and I was starting to do, like, designs of things mm-hmm. and um, I was starting to show an interest in, like, theater and all that sort of stuff. That's And they were like, oh, okay, well, maybe our hyperactive kid might be better at doing something creative. Right, <laughs> you right. know? Like, that might be a better alternative path <laughs> for, for that. So they were, I think they were pretty encouraging yeah. The rest of the time. But getting to that point, for some reason, for a lot of kids in, in, in my generation, it was just like getting them to recognize, like, oh, that's an okay thing to do. You right. Know? 
um, was which at least our parents were were our generation of parents were starting to be open to that. Like I think previous generations not yeah, the not case thing, right, at right, all. Right. Like yeah. yeah, dude, I was born when my parents were forty. So so they were kind of more in old nineteen seventy eight. They were already forty years old. Nineteen seventy eight. My dad, my parents graduated high school in nineteen fifty five. Wow. So they were the Back to the Future. Right, right. 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 Different Marty, right? So that was the mentality um, I was raised under through my dad. Add Italian, strict Italian Catholic to that situation. So it was extremely strict. Hey, I got fellow Italian. You got Russo. Yeah. Vecchio. That's right. We always <laughs> find each other. That's right. <laughs> but and also born in 78. Vecchio. You have an eye at the end of your name. Mm-hmm. That's why you have blue eyes, man. From uh, Sicily. Yeah, from I'm from uh, my my grandpa immigrated from Sicily in 1923 or four. Um, the last name Russo I looked up our lineage looks uh, means redhead. So I guess my original ancestors were red hair, blue eye. Hmm. And you also a Karate Kid. That's true. Mm-hmm. La Russo. Mm-hmm. That's La Russo. I La guess Russo, close yeah. enough. Kind of yeah, everyone, every uh, Italian, Sicilian uh, uh, I've met ever that's ever ha- ended with the letter I at the end of their name has always been blue-eyed. Hmm. Either, in, some have blonde hair, some have brown, but all blue eyes. It's weird. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I just noticed weird shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. Huh? His name ends with an I. He's got blue eyes. His name ends with an I. He's got blue eyes. His name. Holy shit! Oh, I just met another one. He's got holy shit. <laughs> we also uh, got what else we got? Our clicker know. heroes clan. Oh, yeah, tell us how it's going. It's going. Still going. Yeah. Still got three spots left. Okay. Radio Brendo man. Join it. If you want to play clicker heroes, it's free. All right. Ooh. Play on your phone. I'm excited about this next one here. Oh, yeah, we got the have to hit this. gift exchange is open for business. Okay, tell us what we need to do. Go to RadioBrendo.com. Click the gift exchange link at the top. The top, okay. And then you sign up. We just need your... Okay, so in order to participate... And what's the you, terms? The terms here, we're going to do 15, 15 bucks. Minimum. Minimum. 15 bucks minimum. Which, that's... You can do the minimum. Everybody yeah, that's just, okay. It's okay. And... So fifteen bucks, and you have to have an Amazon wish list with your address linked to it, because that way you're not giving strangers your address. Right. We don't want to be part of any weird, <laughs> no internet scams <laughs> or anything like that. Then you send us six presents, and you'll totally come <laughs> yeah. back around to you. Yeah. No. <laughs> so and then you put your name at the bottom of yeah. the list, and you get ten more people to sign up under you, <laughs> and then you forward it to your mom. <laughs> And then she puts her name at the top of the yeah, list. Yeah. Then we send you a check. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so, so, so make sure you have your Amazon with your address linked to it. And update it with something that people could buy affordable, for 15 bucks or less. No, no anybody, I'm looking at you, Chris Kevin's all $50 things. <laughs> and in quotations, when you send the package, uh, if you send it to Brendan, you send in quotes, Please place on top of air conditioner. Right. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so now you know to look there. I do know to look there now. <laughs> Which I'm wondering, maybe there was stuff up there because you keep saying that I stuff got off. stolen, it's just and it was up there, and then maybe eventually <laughs> yeah, somebody like, took oh, it. Never gonna get it. Stuck. After a while, you've been providing squirrels with furniture for years. 
Crap. <laughs> How many comic books did you lose that are just not comic there? books? It was some stuff from like there was some uh what what did I miss out on? Well my book. Yeah. I bet you that's what happened. Someone out there was reading it because it was I just wanna go home. There. And then there was some uh clout prizes. Yep. It's all just walked away. Dang it. Alright, so get to exchange. Oh, yeah, so get to exchange. So make sure you link your Amazon wish list to your address and then you're gonna give so we so in the form there's a form go to radiobreno.com click the um gift exchange link and put in your you put in your name your email address and your wish list link and the deadline is gonna be the 11th of december to sign up to sign up okay and then i'll do the drawing on the 12th and then you have until the 18th to buy, to buy your, your stuff. gift. Very good. We'll sign, you will, you'll send the you'll, assignments You'll out. get email with your assignment. Perfect. This is what, the third annual gift exchange? Third annual. Third annual gift exchange. Nope, everybody's right. gotten a gift. That's right. So we're going to keep that rolling. You could totally just... You dodge out. And we will <laughs> jack you. That's right. What are we going to do to them exactly? Stuff. Yeah. You don't want to know. Terrible, nasty. <laughs> and after they're done doing stuff, they're going to do things. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so that's the gift exchange, 2015. Very good. Third annual Radio Brennerman gift exchange. You didn't update any of your things. I didn't. My stuff to mention is not, not much. much. It's only been a couple of days since we did. A couple of days of not getting a job. <laughs> a couple of days of thinking, how am I going to eat next month? Thinking my heater got fixed. Yeah, that's good. But I don't get to go to Thanksgiving. Well, we're we're gonna talk about that. I'm gonna be home. I'm gonna get a food stamps turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not cooking turkey. Yeah, you're gonna. I was gonna say get a Cornish hen the quicker. I'm gonna get the pre pre cut turkey slices. <laughs> They have in the, the Carl Budding stuff. Yeah, <laughs> put it in the microwave. Seventy-five cents on clearance. No, they got some nicer stuff. Oh, okay, okay. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that. But we have uh, you put some applications out there, right? Yeah, I guess. Any word on anything? Nothing. Uh, I mean, I'm probably gonna have better luck if maybe at Lucha Underground tomorrow and Sunday I'll be discovered as the new. Luchador El Brendo. <laughs> El Brendo. What about you could be an announcer for them? Just start like making really interesting commentary, like in a loud voice. Okay. <laughs> Who is that guy? Yeah, just troll them. If yeah. I'm down on the floor where they can hear me, yeah, I'm like, just, just say, what an amazing armbar. No, you yeah. just broadcast from your own podcast. I'll just start doing like, my own commentary. Just bring your microphone along and hold it in front of you. <laughs> just do it. Just, just do your own podcast. Prince Puma with an armbar. <laughs> <laughs> Top rope arm drag. What an amazing. Good flair. That's fantastic. Yeah, and they'll be like, who is that guy? Let's give him a job. Oh, people love this guy. Yeah, it's a good plan. Thinks it's pretty solid. I don't I'm gonna, I can't do any of that because I don't want to get blacklisted. That's true. But what if temple. what if it gave you your dream is that your dream job to be an announcer for like a wrestling? That would be the best and thing then- of all time. <laughs> be amazing. We should just start a local wrestling thing, and then you can just be the announcer for it. You know, well, that's what do, I wanted to do. You could do a podcast during uh, WrestleMania, a WrestleMania podcast where you uh, you set up a podcast and you just talk and comment and do commentary on WrestleMania while it's happening. 
That would be cool. If only you had a podcast where you talked about wrestling. Well, we did a commentary <laughs> after the fact, and it was it was difficult to watch the four hour show again after we'd watched it once. Right, and it wasn't very. And that year, it wasn't very good. And I'm like half like an hour in the second time when we were actually even covering. I'm like, this is a horrible idea. Yeah, you should have. You should. Uh... But if you do it live, then you're like yeah, missing. You do but I want to listen to the real commentary. But, oh, yeah but, yeah. but I don't know. But then if I actually go, then there's no commentary. You don't watch it with commentary. True. But you're trying to, you're, you're around people. I don't know. That's I don't know how that works. Because their well, announcers are hilarious. I bought, that's the thing. I do have WrestleMania tickets, and now I don't know what I'm going to do. Well. See, I mean, you never know what could come up. Keith's on it. He texted me. He said he's going to start looking around. Something better Find come something. up. You're just looking for specific IT work? That's the ideal. Unless you know anyone that runs an independent wrestling company that needs an announcer. That's the other. Well, that's why I was so. That's why I was bummed that the Mayhem Wrestling Entertainment went under because... There's a Hollywood one. The Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. I am, well, uh, yeah... <laughs> See, but their announcer, see, their announcer is, the guy that does commentary is the guy that owns the Federation. So So he's not paying you to do it for him. I don't think so. And they also. He's going to retire. He's going to need a He's pretty young. Yeah. What if he wants to. Does he have a co host? Does he have someone They have a co host. It's like another wrestler. Maybe he needs a third. I don't know. It'd be awesome. But you. That's the thing. Like, you gotta be in the business. And, like, what I was trying to do was, I was gonna get in, like, at the, cause you gotta get in on, like, the bottom level. So that's where, when we were working with MWE, like, that was just, like, a local indie. Yeah. And, we, and Benson and I were, like, ingratiating ourselves there. Like, he really liked what we were doing, and we were interviewing the wrestlers, and, like, doing, like, some, like, in-character stuff, like. But then Benson, it went under. And then they went under, but, like, cause I was, like, I felt like it was building to where, like, they were going to start, like, asking us to do stuff like that. And, like, that would, my dream would have been to, like, my dream is to do, like, an in-the-ring. I want to be doing an in-the-ring interview, and I want to get hit with a chair. Like, that's, like, my dream. <laughs> that's the ultimate? Yes. I can hit you with a chair tonight if you want. No. But it's got to be that special folding chair, man. You got yeah. to right right there. Look at that. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's perfect. Oh, no, it's, like, either. perfect. Nah. I feel like that would really hurt, like, yeah. really no, bad. No, it's got to be one of them cheap ones. Too. Not flimsy enough? That's not flimsy. Out, so it makes yeah. that smacky noise. Like, bang! They're allowed to be loud. <laughs> yeah. The louder, the better. And it's got to make that, that squeaky noise, you know, when you fold it. Oh, because it's all shitty and old. Well, how long is Home Depot open until? Uh, not doing it in my room. I'm talking about it. Like, I want to do it at like WrestleMania in front of like a hundred thousand people. Or that, or that, uh, yeah, that thing where that. they do where they put the chair on top of the dude and then they'll leg drop him <laughs> on top yeah. of the chair. Or when they put their leg in it. When they put their leg in it, that's always awful because I'm like. How many people are gonna do that for real now? And, like snap somebody, kill, somebody. Yeah. kill somebody. I don't How know. Little kids are running around with snap shit. A lot. I want to. I want to furnish an apartment with uh, breakable furniture. <laughs> ah, in case just, you want to just bust just into have a wrestling moving. Yeah. <laughs> Stage a fake fight. I would be like the landlord and the previous tenant going at it and just smashing all the things in the house over each other. Oh, I was thinking you just let them live there and then the furniture breaks on them and they. Or that. You do that. So yeah, in the meantime, I've just been kind of. Been in a bit of a vampire mode. 
Yeah, reading some vampire books. Well, no, I well yes, but also just like weird sleeping patterns. <laughs> yeah, like during our show, for instance. Blood yes. Yeah. Well, because I just like the time people talk about vampires makes you want to sleep. Since I don't have any schedule anymore, I just sleep when I feel like it, and I. <laughs> Are you, you, like, just passing out? But then because... Well, then because I sleep, like, at weird times, then I'll be wide awake at, like, weird times. Like, like I woke up at, like... Like, I I slept from, like, 6 to, like, 11. Like, a.m.? No, 6 p.m. to 11 (laughs) p.m. And then I... So then I was up until from, like, 11 to, like, 4. And then I went to bed again... It's like one of those sleep deprivation experiments where they put someone in a cave and they can't tell if it's day or light outside. Oh, just, man. Well, yeah. It's kind of more like we, the life uh, of a cat. We did a 48-hour <laughs> film festival, so I just had to be up for two days. Yeah, and by the end of the second time. day, uh, I swear to God, I started seeing shadow people. <laughs> like, I yeah. started, like, that is definitely a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you do start hallucinating. It's had to... So so yeah so I've all I've been reading books I read in two days I read two books. That's pretty good. I read I finished well I didn't read the whole thing in the two days but I finished. That that's acceptable. I finished the Vampires of Recent Undead anthology. There's a lot of good stories in there about vampires. It was cool. That's good. The last one was like one that takes place like it took place during like the Gulf War, like mm-hmm. in a Gulf War setting. Vampires, vampires in the Gulf War. Yeah. So were they military members that were vampires? Well, no, the military members got attacked by a vampire, and then they used their military strategy to kill the vampire. Uh, What? So they catch the vampire? Yeah. They caught him. How'd they catch him? Well, they they figured out his weakness was, uh, they could, like, so it had, like, this mind control power, and they figured out a way to, like, reverse it, so they could, like, keep him distracted with that, and then they, like... They got a stake and they staked him. This isn't the military you're looking for. Yeah. That was nice. Right, right. I just it's like a big, you know. like reflective mirror. Or something. <laughs> right. They're just like, <laughs> well, like, and then uh, yeah, the True Blood tried that uh, angle in uh, season two. True Blood did like everything you could possibly do. She had that witch hypnotize them all, do that spell where they'd all just like walk out into daylight. There. Yes. Yeah. What's uh, what's your favorite way to see a vampire die? Like if you, if you were gonna kill a vampire and you had a choice of which way you wanted to do it. I don't know. Yeah, cut, chop his head off. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I don't. I think just the daylight, like watching them crumble, like that's the cool thing, right? Just crumbling yeah. into pieces. I don't know when they get stabbed in the chest with the stake, and it's all gooey, and they pretty much explode. It's just blood and guts all streaming. It's bubbling up. That's pretty cool. Stake in the heart. Well, we pretty much covered him there, right? Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I guess that's it. I would, I would just, I wouldn't even kill him though. I, would, I think, I, would, I think I would just dis, like demember and disembowel. Just keep him like chained up that way. Yeah, and just torture him for the rest of eternity. But then they could somehow death. get out and kill you. You're yeah, always but giving. That's not gonna happen. You're, but it could. That's not gonna happen. That's, that's one. Totally well, well, there was happen. one of the stories. That's not real life, one of the stories is these. On, one of these. Man. One of the stories in this book. These two like thieves. They they come upon this like old like castle like mansion and and they hear like this like noises from the basement and it turns out that it's 
Van Helsing is like locked up in this basement and he's been turned into a vampire. So he's just been stuck down there for like, so basically this vampire like turned him and then chained him up in there to like just be down there forever. And so, but he's like the last vampire because I guess right before he changes, he was able to kill that vampire. So he like sees these guys and he, he tries to tell them like, can you, can you just kill me? Please just kill me. And, and they're like, well, they're freaked out. And then these other thieves guys come and they're like, so they like double cross these guys and they're fighting. And so in the midst of that, this dude, he like gets Van Helsing out of somehow he tricks Van Helsing into turning him, him into a vampire. And then, so then he like kills everybody, but then Van Helsing still gets loose and kills that vampire and then kills himself. And officially ending all the vampires. Nice. But the whole point of that, as I'm saying, is even when they're chained up, that's still too dangerous. <laughs> it's too dangerous. Because <laughs> they can yeah, find a way. They can just, trick you. you just, they can hypnotize you. That's they very can, true. You, you, you I saw Van Helsing as, as an example. I mean, like, but they can hypnotize you. That's Van Helsing. They can like, convince yeah. you to do things. I don't know if you guys watch Adventure Time, but they did a whole uh, thing on Marceline recently, yes. which was really awesome. And in it. There's a scene where one, like this old school vampire, Jake turns himself into a house, and the old school vampire falls inside of him and like bursts into flames and shit because he's like, oh, I wasn't invited in. I thought that one was pretty great. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah, so I finished that, and then you guys, um, since you're not familiar with the show, but we have a book club and. Part of one of the things we do for our book club is we read, we start off with one, we do, we read series. Right. Starting with one book series, just a single book, then a two book series, three book, then we go all the way up to seven. Eight. Eight. All the way up to eight. And then we do it again. So, so like we've, book club? yeah, we've yeah. read multiple, and we also, Phil's been doing most of the selections, and. So it was the, my creation before and the also, show. And also, one of the things is like Sorry. looking back at like, Books. Shut up, Windows. <laughs> um, Windows you, 10 crashed my computer. So one of the things is about, like, you know, a lot of the books that you appreciated when you were a kid and you maybe haven't gone back and read, and, like, maybe books you missed out on when you were a kid, and also because you can read them pretty quickly. They're quick reads. So we read a lot of kid books. Nice. Yeah. And it's so really we're fun. Like Henry Huggins. Like Beverly right Cleary. Now, Beverly Cleary. Judy that's our Bloom. series. Yeah. We read. We're doing Harry Potter. Factory. We're doing Harry Potter. Harry Potter Finally convinced next. Phil. So, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. Harry Potter's still. Uh, Harry Potter's the reading levels. Awesome. I've never read Harry Potter. That's why he's making it's me do it. Awesome. You, know, you love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So you're going to be over there at Universal Studios. I'm so excited. <laughs> except it's going to. They haven't even said how much they're going to charge. Shit. It's going to be out. Well, how much is Disney charging right now? They're going to charge so much. It's 100 bucks for a day, isn't it? Universal, I bet you, they won't go a full 100 bucks, but they'll probably go like 75 bucks. And they're opening that that, uh, Star Wars thing, too. Yeah. Disney, so you can go to Did you go on a hyperspace mountain yet? I heard it's amazing. We're going tomorrow. I watched a picture. Going tomorrow. I saw a video. You're going tomorrow? So they change Space Mountain to Hyperspace Mountain? It's yeah. like an it's X-Wing. Like an overlay, well, it's so. like an X-Wing battle, and yeah. like it looks oh, pretty awesome. Man. Yeah. That was my favorite ride when I was a kid. They'll put it Star back. Tours? It's temporary. Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Well, it's still Space Mountain. Yeah. 
They do it like they just did a Halloween one recently. It's just the projector. Basically, he's still on the yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the same. yeah. My favorite was still when they had the Dick Dale. Yeah. I still don't know why they took that out. It was so awesome. But um, they also have the Innoventions in Star Wars. It's like the, Ooh. it's the I forget what it's wait. Called. Who has ET? Is that Star? Is that That's that Universal. is Universal and it's gone. Yeah, they took that out when oh, they really? put in Mummy. The Mummy, right? It's been gone for a oh, while. Okay, okay. It's still in Japan, I think. So if you go to Tokyo, you can go on ET, I went- and you can be like, thank you. It was always like really bad, like <laughs> thank you, because Br- you to give your name, you'd be like, thank you, Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done that. It was like, <laughs> it just starts twitching. That's how he talked right? He was like, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> it was pretty funny. Did you actually read any of the rest I of the I finished noise? Henry and the Paper Route. Okay. So that's what I'm brother. That's book four. Wait a second. And the Henry Huggins. They put E.T. in uh, Star Wars, right? Episode 1, he yes. was part of the council. Yeah, he was in the council. So therefore, wouldn't Disney own rights to E.T. now? Ooh. That's interesting. That particular E.T. That, yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, the I'm Jedi sure E.T. there's some deal. <laughs> Jedi E.T. Interesting. You see that meme where they show that um, E.T. was a Jedi because they did all the things. He couldn't, they couldn't call it E.T. in the... In the Star Wars universe. Well, they just showed him. They, they just showed it, him. Well, yeah. yeah, so they showed his name. But E.T. just means extraterrestrial. Yeah, so. well, he, he, the right there's this meme the that breaks it all thing. down, and then the finishing things are like that he uses the force to make the bike fly. And as he's making the bike fly, he sees the kid in the Yoda costume, and he raises his neck and says hi to Yoda yeah, yeah, yeah. as he's going up. Except so then, how does Yoda, like, in a movie in that world, then, if he's right, also from the exactly. other world? Exactly. So it's like combining multiple universes <laughs> of fiction, reality, other fiction. Mm. So Henry and the Paper Route. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was really good. And I think this continues. I guess, starting with Henry and Ribsy, I think she went with the one overarching story. Right, instead of just the one Because <clears throat> this is definitely in the same vein. And it's very entertaining. Have you read... Where are you at? I I probably read, like, one more chapter of it. You're on the first one? I'm, no, I'm on the second one. I'm on okay. Henry and Beezus. Okay. And, um... They're so fast. I read it it's all good. today. It's just... I'm, seriously, I have not had a chance to breathe in the last three days. Okay, there's a couple weird things that we haven't addressed yet about okay. these books. Okay. One... I guess in the 50s, everyone fed their dogs horse meat? Yeah. What? That's weird, right? Yeah. yeah he goes, was this canned? No, no. He goes down he, and gets he like goes, a... He goes the at the pet... But it's at the pet store. Right. But they just sell horse just meat. Just like, yeah. To feed the like dogs. Like package, like in paper, like a butcher paper. So they didn't have like chow yet? Kept well, they did, but I but guess like it was like good. in its early stages. But like as a good... The good was getting pure horse yeah, meat. Yeah, like the Holy dog wanted shit. to get them. Yeah. Dogs were eating good back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything in America was awesome for everybody in the 50s. Even dogs. Even dogs. <laughs> Holy shit. Dogs got fresh meat. <laughs> yeah, he would just go down and buy like a huge thing of it and then just. So like that was, that was one of the yeah. weird things. I look too because you know sometimes when they do newer editions, they change some of the stuff. So I, I looked in a newer version of it and it still says horse meat. So hmm. they didn't change that. I just, that was something that, the character E.T. is a Spielberg property, yes. Yeah, we got Steve Espinosa in the chat, he joined us. Senior Spielbergo. Wait, so what's Steven Spielberg's relationship with Disney? None. None? They're friendly. I don't think they're friendly. Why not? 
at DreamWorks and Disney are like arch rivals. Uh, yeah, but uh, thing yeah, right? but but Steven's well, I guess Star Wars wasn't always a Disney thing, but he's always got little nods to Star Wars and his stuff. Yeah, that's because it's him and Lucas. But now he sold it to them, so there's probably friendly with him. I don't think that him and Disney. Yeah, are friend of your friend is my friends. friend. Wait, well, no, don't they have the Indiana Jones ride at, at exactly at Indiana Disney? Jones ride? But that was again Lucas film. That was through Lucas. I I think he's still friendly. Maybe. But he has that contract with Universal. I'm not saying that they're going to, like, you know... Like, if they already did Indiana Jones Crystal Skull, why not just do the Indiana Jones E.T. crossover? I mean, come on. I mean, it'd be a lot better. Way better than Crystal Skull. What if it was E.T.'s at the end? Yes. Instead of just those weird aliens. The flight of the Navigator what are we talking about? Did you get distracted there? Um, I don't know. Did Henry, you anything else? Up. You said there was a couple weird things. Was the horse oh, meat? Oh, yeah, the so only the one? horse meat, and then. Crap, there was something else. I need to, like, write, make. I need well, there's to, like, one write that I down. thought was funny is there's one where Ribsy grabs, like, the, the roast that they're gonna eat. Oh, yeah. And he, like, drags it all around the town and, like, he's eating it and he drops it and picks it up again. And then the guy gets it back like he's going to cook it still and eat it. <laughs> and I think the wife was like, it's fine. Just let him have it. But he was going to still cook it after the dog, like, ran around the neighborhood with it. I like this idea of a Harry Potter Jurassic Park crossover. Ooh, Harry Park. Harry Park. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Harry Park. <laughs> That's pretty good. I feel like they would... Like, Harry Potter can fight dragons. I'm pretty sure it'll be okay. The dinosaur would be, like, dinosaurs. step down. Yeah. Because yeah. dinosaurs don't even breathe. Yeah, no, he's like, T-Rex, bugs. whatever. Maybe the one that spits at that Newman in the first movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. That was yeah. my favorite one. <laughs> like, uh, I uh, beat the... I forget the uh, uh, name uh, of the... Yeah. Yeah. Of the, names of the <laughs> Hold on to your butts. That's the movie with the cigarette, right? Head just stuck to his lip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. The whole time. Yeah. It's pretty great. Oh, I love Samuel I saw Jackson. I seeing that on the big screen, man. Feels like the biggest Samuel Jackson. Like he's. I'll watch anything Samuel. Jackson <laughs> we'll watch. Man. How do you do, you? do you still? Do you still manage to keep up? He puts a lot of stuff out. So there's he's definitely gotten like out of control. A lot of characters where you're just like in one. Phil, scene. Yeah. You, yeah. but Phil used to buy. Like you don't buy everything. I don't anymore. buy a movie. Phil anymore. used to buy every. <laughs> but Phil used to buy every Samuel. So he had. He, I would go look and there, there'd be he'd have Samuel Jackson movies that I had never heard of. I, have a, I still like, have movies those. that I like I had no idea that. existed. Formula Phil, like, no, Trek down. I remember when that came out. Yeah, and Phil had like. Yeah, it's good. Phil watched it. Phil would. Dude, I've watched that one like thirty times. Samuel. Jackson in a kilt beating people up with a golf club. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. But then, then like, there's certain ones where, like, because you actually saw, like, for instance, you had to, you saw the, uh, what's it called? Kingsman. You saw that in the theater. Yeah, that was great. Kingsman, the church scene? Oh, dude. Oh, man. Like, I was, I never got, I didn't get to see it. You still haven't seen it? No. Uh, I'm not oh, going to spoil it for it's you. It's really oh, good, though. It. I made the movie for me. I mean, it's got the knife foot lady. I'm all about that. Yeah. And I'm like Samuel Jackson doing that weird. That's like the weirdest accent. It's like the weirdest accent he's ever. He's done a lot of weird accents. Put all the campiness that used to be in spy films back in the spy films without making it Austin Powers. Yeah. So like yeah. you have the the crazy villain with no feet. She has blades for feet, right. and the crazy villain who thinks he's the hero, and he has this weird physical quirk, and he's like way into modern 90s hip hop style of dress uh-huh. right 
And he's like the super genius, and his favorite food's McDonald's. You know what I mean? So like all these weird yeah. details, and like uh, deep, like subtle details <laughs> and everything. Are Steve has really modern nineties question mark? Modern nineties. <laughs> Like, you know, retro. Yeah, like late 90s, man. <laughs> late 90s. Late 90s. Well, it's That's kind of like you were, no, 90s. like, like, cause 90s is, is, is old now, so when people, yeah. it's, it's like how yeah, we, so like, why would it be modern Well, cause 90s? I guess, cause I grew up in the 90s, it's, yeah. it's hard to imagine that that's the past, cause it's like when yeah. I was in my 20s. But someone now dressing like the 90s, yeah. it's modern. I remember 90s. a lot of okay. pastel, but still faded colors. Well, like late night, like late nineties hip hop was like a lot of reds and whites and grays, and like you always wore like a color scheme with these brand new white shoes. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand. Actually, I was great. I was into punk music. Back in the I listened to everything. I listened to new metal, punk, hip hop, new then, metal, those three things. <laughs> yeah, I loved um, I loved Corn Corn's first album when I was in high school. It was just. Simply just amazing. I would just listen to it over. I, the two albums I would listen to over and over again were White Zombie, Astro Creep, uh, 2000, or is it? Th- I loved White Zombie. That's when like I yeah. really freaked out my mom. Was, <laughs> like real the bad. First concert, the first concert I went to was White Zombie. Um, well, because I found yeah. out about him because of Beavis and Butthead. Like, uh, that yeah, was the I, first time they showed that video, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah," and I was like, "This is nuts!" Yeah. And like, I just saw how freaked out my mom got, and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when I was in high school, and even my—I think it's my sophomore picture—I um, went to school with a fucked up haircut and a Metallica T-shirt, and the photographer like cut it right under the Metallica emblem, so you can totally <laughs> see the whole thing. And I'm like, I bet you that. That uh, that photographer was a total hesher, and he just said to himself, "I'm including that Metallica." <laughs> right. You know, like that's my mission today, because it's cut way too low. You shouldn't have a shirt cut that low. Right. Or a photograph cut is cut. You can see just Metallica. Comes <laughs> <laughs> fucked up haircut. I tried to do the shave down the sides, like Marine cut. It was like cool when I was in high school. But, like, I cut it myself, so it just ended up looking like my head was a penis because it was, like, too long. And it was kind of, like, crooked. My bangs were all fucking crooked. So I'm just like, oh. I had a giant afro. I had hair, yeah, because my hair is really curly, and I just grew it out. So it, it went out so big that it just started carrying too much weight and eventually went down to, like, the small neck. So I had this, like, metal hair for a little while. It's a little skate rat. Just listen to my fucking... But my mom's the one who got me into Metallica. Yeah. Which is funny because she was really into Metallica when she was younger, but then by the time she had had me and I was conscious of all of that sort of stuff, uh, she was into heavy into Neil Diamond. So, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> just to go from, like, Metallica to Neil Diamond. Now my mom... How does that happen? Buffett, what? Like, my stepdad. She's, like, going backwards. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then every once in a while, she pops in, like, a Tupac album, and you're just like, all right, what, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? One of my friends was obsessed with Tupac. Uh, he owns every piece of music. If Tupac only had one verse or... What's Tupac, his theory... Does he think he's alive? He doesn't, um, no, he really doesn't care about the conspiracy theory about his death or anything. He's just way into his music and owns everything. If Tupac was in the background, just going, yeah, he owns yeah. <laughs> Which there's so many. Yeah. 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 If that's the only thing he does with the song, my friend owns that, that song. Yeah, he has it. But yeah, I've, I've never got his opinion on the whole conspiracy. Because I feel like every 
fan has some opinion because it is weird. Like all the Machiavelli album, like that whole thing, like the life well, that after Dave that stuff. Skit. Well, the Chappelle skit is just yeah. in response to all that, yeah. where he's like, where he's like, Chappelle, that ain't your wife, and he's yeah. like, he's like, new, brand new uh, Tupac track, and it's like talking about stuff. George Bush right. in the office, and, like, just, like <laughs> it narrows it down to what's actually going on. And then like, in what's the club happening? Yeah, <laughs> but it's so weird because he, because you think about it, like he's made way more money and more albums dead than he did alive like there's been so many albums so much money but then like all the but it is weird like all his like as he came out with that Machiavelli like album yeah. like right after and all the imagery and it is weird like there's a lot of weird stuff and uh, <laughs> Steve had a good haircut here I had a flat top and my hair is so is thick so you could place like a soda can on my hair and it would stay <laughs> imagine Bart Simpson when Homer puts his beer can on <laughs> That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, Tupac. I I remember one time when I was in Missouri, I was bored and I just fell down like a rabbit hole of Tupac oh, is alive conspiracy stuff. <laughs> and like, well, just because like that that autopsy photo just looks it's the most fakest looking thing you've ever seen in your whole life yeah looks like Andy Kaufman put it together <laughs> yeah. he's hanging out with Andy and but, he orchestrated but then the like thing. it's no, just no, it's yeah. Elvis orchestrated the whole thing and then there's like this, I, no Andy Kaufman Shug invented Knight's, Elvis Suge Knight's behavior <laughs> can't believe you fell for that existed. no that was just think about it he did the impressions right oh, because yeah. it was him all along oh my gosh yeah. So like Suge Knight's behavior surrounding the whole thing was really weird. Yeah. Like he was like out jet skiing like the next that was day. Now Bob Zamuda. Dude, you don't think yeah. Suge Knight is real, do you? Come on. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, Bob who's who's in jail then? Is it some ringer? What? There's no one in jail. There's Prove no it. One in jail. <laughs> because of TV footage? Yeah. They so, get one shot of him standing behind the thing at Disneyland. I feel like there's a BrendanMan.com post about all this, but I was convinced because then I like, because then I got into like, well, Left Eye Lopes, like when she died, she was like down in South America and nobody was sure why she was down there. And I'm like, she was there to see Tupac, man. Like, <laughs> like, cause he's, and then why did she she's get hit killed? Him down there and she, they both fake their death. They're on an island somewhere, like something. And he's like, man, you can escape all this right now. Yeah. Just let him think you died and just stay down here. And he's got an island and just chilling, yeah. living off all that money that he's been making dead like more like whenever he needs more money for <laughs> his Jesse island Ventura are down in whenever Jesse he needs Ventura. more money for his island he phones his mom and he's like mom put out a new album <laughs> find some more stuff I recorded there's some tracks under the under the floorboards in my bedroom there's some dat tapes just take the first 10 seconds of each the Indian had a story that Rush Limbaugh revealed himself to be Andy Andy Kaufman. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard this there. I've heard yeah, this there. Yeah, yeah. I could because like that mom. She just seriously like every few years. She's like, I found some more new material, guys. Well, I was just you know poking around, cleaning some stuff, you know, going through two bucks old things. <laughs> she happened to find these tapes. Clean out the garage already. And, like, I found find this it all. whole pre-recorded double album with thirty. Whoa, tracks. yeah. Who could, can you believe it? Like, look at <laughs> these behind-the-scenes footage. It was pre-mastered studio art. <laughs> 
Tupac, he really, he could do it all himself. And look, it's professionally engineered, everything, <laughs> all it. Eight different backing vocals. I don't know how this happened. And it's formatted for iTunes. Already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was ahead of his time. He really was ahead of his time. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I'm I don't I don't know I so like I was gonna read the rest of the noise and then I finished and I f- decided to read Henry the paper out. So you get more library fines for it. <sighs> How wait? What are library fines these days? What do they go for? Like it's like twenty five cents a day, so it can add up pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. How many? How much have you paid for this you one in? book? Yeah. Two bucks. Two bucks. But you renewed it. I renewed it and I paid the fine off. But now I got I got to read it. I got it. Five cents a day, so you could roughly what seventy something dollars a year. That's some serious dough. Especially I don't know for a book that you kind of don't want to read, but you're reading. Out of well, I want to read it. I just it's right. interesting <laughs> stuff. I don't know. <laughs> um, TV stuff. I mean, just the huge. Been watching the Goldbergs. We talked about Goldbergs. Great. The Halloween episode was amazing, but the the Goonies episode, yeah, holy crap! I mean, the Belcher, the the Bosburgers is still my favorite Goonies. This one's up there, but holy, it was really good. Just like they get all the kids and the the Asian kid, he's like, "You want me to be yeah, Data? Dave Kim. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, yeah. Dave Kim." He's like, "I want to be bread. You can't be bread." All right, why not? Yeah, Doctor yeah. Jones. And then when they're like, oh, we're going to play Temple of Doom next. I'm going to be showdown. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, like, I love they even do, like, the tribute to Dave Kim hanging out that one. We hung out that, that one, one time. time. So that he could be the kid. Because that's the best part about the Goldbergs is, like, he has the real video footage of all the stuff that they have on the show. Did you know so, he didn't really have a sister, though? He didn't? His old, he had three kids, but the oldest one is a brother named Eric. Oh. So they changed it to Erica so they could have a girl on the so show. So I know um, uh, Patton Oswalt does the voiceover. Yeah. yeah. But who stories are they based on? His Adam Goldberg. Adam, Adam Goldberg, Goldberg, who's the youngest kid in the family. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's narrated Patton Oswalt, but Goldberg. But it's actually Adam Goldberg. Yeah. It's his stories. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then you see at the end, it's like his old videos of the dad and like all the stuff and like. The room, like, look, like, it's, it's his old room, like, it's exactly... Yeah. Like, there's ones where they do, like, music videos, and they show, like, side-by-side side the videos he took, and they'll just completely recreate them. My friends used to do that. They used to do uh, mock Saturday Night Live episodes. <laughs> yeah, they did a musical performance, too, and they lip-synced uh, Stone Temple. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of SNL, um, Elizabeth Banks, the episode, it was great. Oh, yeah. It was a great rebound after the Trump... I'm telling you, I think the Trump debacle. one was the purpose. He has a great theory about the Trump episode. Episode of SNL. I refuse to watch it. But this is the thing: they got him on there, and it was horrible. Everyone says it was like the worst. It's episode the worst ever. thing ever. They did it because they don't. Obviously, they're not like for Trump. But I think they, they can did only it tell, on purpose. I think they tank their own show to make him look like an idiot because they because can think about how his campaign has right. gone. His campaign has gone downhill since, since SNL. I think that was a calculated play I mean, it was. by Lauren uh, Michaels. Because think about that 30 Rock episode where they intentionally, like, that whole last season where they intentionally tanked the network because they were selling it to Comcast. Yeah. yeah. And that was a whole plot on 30 Rock. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's it's out there. And, I'll admit no, it. And, but, no, because they've had Trump host before and it was a decent episode. So they could they make it look. for Trump, but they decided, <laughs> no, we're taking it was, They it took was, a fall. Because he looked like a deer in headlights, man. And it was so bad. 
and they were intentionally like you could just tell like it was just so. That's my conspiracy theory. I I don't know. It makes sense. So that's that's our thoughts. But the the, the one with Elizabeth Banks was amazing. See? They had a lot of great shorts. Um, Lord was on there. Um, so I never seen this band before. I forgot what they were called now. But um, it's these. It, they look like they're two brothers, and they both do like synths and stuff. It's pretty okay. cool. Was it good music? I thought it was pretty cool. It was just cool watching their little synth set up. Wait, that was the band that was the, yeah. the host band? Yeah. Anyways, but uh, Destiny or Destiny, I don't know. And Lord did a song with them. Okay. And then the other one was that Sam guy that got accused of plagiarism last year. But I guess now he's doing his own. I think he learned his lesson. <laughs> um, Sam Smith, I think his name he was on SNL, and the song that he did it was a ripoff. He ended up having to pay off somebody. Tom Petty. It's Tom, Tom Petty. Bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. No way. Shit, man. Nobody heard Sam Smith's song and thought, "Ah, oh, he's ripping." That's off the Tom first Petty. thing that I thought. Oh of. man. Yes. Oh, that was such a bullshit move, man. That's Tom Petty reaching. And out I won't back down. So Stay with me. That's exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, it's that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Steve says he did too. Huh? Yeah, he also heard it and thought that's what it was. Huh. So uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, Tom I, Petty's just old and angry. He doesn't need the money. They all need the money. Everybody, Everybody needs money, so man. It's you know he probably he, he probably should have just let it go. Like like one of the greatest bands ever. Uh, even though I'm not a fan, is Grateful Dead simply because of their mentality about everything. They set up recording stations at the concert. True. They, they, if someone would have took something they made and made something different with it, they would have been like, "Yeah, cool, man, do it." You know, because they've already made their success. Tom Petty already made all his money. He's going to make off that yeah, song. He could make more of that. Here's money. the thing. I but it's his song. But I can he's, understand he's if they're both break well, apart. They gotta, if they're both coming out at the same time, and then Sam Smith makes it from a before Tom Petty can get it out. But if it's been like forty years later, 30, 40 years later, I don't know. If somebody did that to me, I'd be pissed. I, yeah, I'd just let it go. You think he'd be the bigger man, but he's actually kind of petty. But, oh, oh my! <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, well, <laughs> the SNL was good. It was a great short. It was really funny. And it was a good episode. Good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Phil's working his material. Thank you very he much. He found an audience. <laughs> File that one. File. <laughs> Phil does not need... Phil. There's no such thing as a file because Phil will be like, I don't regret any of it. <laughs> I'm too petty. No, I won't all. take any of that back. Nope. Phil would never take it. I won't back down. There's no use. Oh my god. <laughs> See, he's still going. So Phil, there's no such. Phil's file is useless. Yep. <laughs> Just really falling down this rabbit hole. I guess you could say you're free falling. <laughs> okay. Oh. I don't think I could do that many more songs. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's running out. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. This is the age we live in. <laughs> All right, um, Scream Queens was good this week. Yeah, it was entertaining. Okay, um, and Agents of Shield. Agents of holy Shield crap! Holy crap! Yeah. Oh, what do you think? Do you think she's she's, she's evil? It's hard to tell. It's like you a slow thing. It's like a ah, I don't know. because like I feel like, good. but because we know, so that's crazy. So here's where it ties directly into the movies. So we've seen Powers Boost character since like Iron Man. Yeah. And now he's evil. 
He's yeah. in charge of Hydra. Hydra's still around. It's freaking nuts. And you only would know this by watching the TV show. That's so cool. It's, it's so cool. Do. I love it. So I'm freaking out about it. Goldberg's South Park has been amazing. Yeah. They had yeah, a police they had a police brutality episode that was <laughs> just like so good. <laughs> like just everything they've been doing with like the whole like PC culture and like just where they're the going with it. Episode. I saw the drones the, one. The drone episode was great. Everyone owned a drone, and they were like, the drones were rebel. They had a peaceful protest against the police drones. Was that the police brutality one? No. The drones? I enjoyed the, the ninja ones this so, year. Especially there's a scene where it's Stan's father, and he's just listening to the sounds of, like, Middle Eastern sounds, and then these Japanese sounds. And he's just comparing the two thoughts. It's because everyone is confused. So the kids the all want to... The kids start playing ninjas, yeah. <laughs> so they're all dressed up as ninjas, and they're at, like, the old, like, abandoned mall, like, playing ninjas, and... Some people come and they think that, so they see like, like they see these little kids, they just see these black suits and they think ISIS. <laughs> and so they like, you know, terrorists, so they're like, so all the parents are freaking out. They're like, all these kids are joining ISIS and we don't know who they are and it's all their kids and they're just playing ninjas. <laughs> so like, so then they send one of these cops, the cops, they send they, Barbara, they send Dr. Yeah. Barbara to just shoot the kids because they don't realize it's their kids. And there's like a whole part with Randy where, cause he, He's like, where are you going? He's like, oh, we're going to go play ninjas. And then, and then, like, somebody finally, so finally he has this realization where he's like, ninjas, ISIS, like, and like the, the ninjas, like, it's like that Japanese guy. <laughs> it's just silent. He's it's just him looking back and yeah. forth and then playing the two different styles of, like, ethnic. Until he figures it out. Comparing the thoughts. And then he realizes, like, oh crap, we're going to kill our children. <laughs> it's just really funny. Yeah, this season's, this season, when they started doing their like everything we do in the seasons going to continuously when they finally the they're season. finally doing continuity like they started doing it like last year huh. yeah and i think this season it's come together it's the so ultimate strong. like yeah. yeah it's the season long burn of a story where like yes there's individual like they they stand on their own but mm-hmm. overall it makes it that much better like this message that they're delivering and like we don't even know for sure where they're going with it with this but you know it's going to be awesome <laughs> it's really good yeah it's really good Sweet. so it's been very great and uh that's what i've been watching on there I, I I haven't watched anything else that you didn't already say. But the big one today on Netflix... Oh, I haven't watched it yet. So today was a big day for on-demand television because Amazon dropped their new series, The Man in the High Castle, which right. is that post, like, the alternate history if the Nazis won. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're living in, like, Nazi United States. And then... But the big one for me and all Marvel fans, speaking of Marvel television, the next generation continues on Netflix. Jessica Jones. Have you watched? How much have you watched? I am like seven episodes in. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so good. It's real dark. Like, it's like different than, it's got a totally different feel than Daredevil. Really? 
Um, it's really good. Well, you got that girl from Breaking Bad. In yeah, there. Kristen Ritter is amazing. Oh yeah, she's so good. And the guy they got to play Luke Luke Cage is freaking awesome. Oh. Like, oh my gosh, I just Luke Cage is here. He's in the Marvel universe, and it's awesome. And you know that somewhere down the line is just, like you know Iron Fist is next. Yeah, and then you got the Defenders, and then they're Daredevil. I think Daredevil shows are, up. Are they crossing over? Daredevil shows. I think Daredevil shows up in Jessica Jones like because she's in Hell's Kitchen and there's all these other like different things going on like with the law firms and Carrie Ann Moss is what in about it Kingpin you think Kingpin will show up in I don't Kingpin's in jail I know. Yeah. could show him yeah Kingpin I think too Daredevil was amazing Daredevil oh was so great yeah. so good because of Kingpin yeah. man I sat down Vincent D'Onofrio man because of Kingpin like I feel like we're always forget like he's so good at like everything yeah, yeah. and this is really he's been he's really he's the reason why like uh, my friend Brian is like, dude, just watch the first four episodes. Just watch the first four episodes. Yeah, yeah. that's how people said to me because I, I yeah. went in with kind of lower expectations just because I'd never seen someone really do something with Daredevil that I'd, live action anyway that I'd really gotten into. And uh, this, that series was just fucking. That second episode when he goes in to rescue the kid. That hallway that fight. Hallway with, like, fight. Yeah. Shot during right. the whole thing. Like oh. that, like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, as soon as I saw Kingpin, but yeah, that first episode that I saw, I was like, oh, "This Adafrio's in this." I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be so awesome!" And then I was done. I yeah. was like, "Yeah, so yeah." This watch it. this show, it's very different, and but it's still got like awesome Marvel stuff. It's got the feel, the writing. If you've ever read like any of the like Marvel Knights books or like Alias or these books, it just captures that. They did a great job because like Bendis, you could tell his hand was on it. And I don't know. They just really captured. And I'm not even done. And David Tennant is terrifying. He's a bad guy. Really? And he's the bad guy. And he's so he's like he's he can he can um any whatever he tells you to do. Like he has he has mind control. Like if I just said shoot yourself in the head, you you do it. Like huh. you can. He can get people to do whatever he tells people to do, whatever he tells them to do, and he can control you. And so he used to be like he's he's like obsessed with Jessica Jones, and like she thought she was rid of him, and that's why she be she became a PI, and like and then like he's back, and it's just crazy. It's and then, crazy. And then he has this TARDIS, and he has this yeah. weapon that's called a sonic screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, he travels through time. David Tennant is so awesome. Is that the one and, where he hangs out with his uh, stoner roommate friend, and they're going to start a band? <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> that's a Phil thing. That's, that's, yeah, totally. that's what Phil, Phil used to. to Go by your own Comic Con. I was always worried Phil was going to get killed. Because you'd always go by like, the TARDIS. Oh, Bill, Bill, Bill and Ted. Ted. <laughs> like, Dr. Hoobie would be like, I'm pretty sure they came up with that first. They get so mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love but, that movie so uh, much. Those movies got me a job. Oh really? So I grew up watching those. I mean, I watched. I can't tell you how many times I watched Bill and Ted's. Like, and Punch was so dark, man. I, uh, oh, yeah. dude, I know. Yeah. Like, amazing. Totally underrated, by the right, way. Right, right. Phil was crushed. So yeah, I got a job at, at Disneyland as the voice of Crush the Turtle. Oh and, wow! Like, turtle. Like talk. all these other people that went into the um, audition were like Phil voice was actors. Just doing and his and Bill like, and Ted voice. I just went in there and I'm like, oh, dude, most excellent to meet you. And they're like, <laughs> hired. <laughs> I'm like, I just did my, yeah, Bill and Ted. And then, crush kind of like, as like they were coaching us, they're like, you gotta use, you say dude and excellent more. 
works at Phil, and you're good. Like, yeah, just <laughs> I, mean, I already I already say dude all the time, oh, so it's not that big of a half stretch. of our conversations. Yeah, above dude. dude. I just rewatched uh, Bogus Journey because I was on Bogus Journey is great. Yeah. Bogus Journey is great. It's yeah. uh, my favorite part of it's such a small, subtle part. Is at the end during the credits when they're showing all the, the newspaper covers. clips, right? And they show death, and it says "Death wins Indianapolis 500." And the quote is, "I never knew I could run so fast." You know, like Thirteen or fourteen, and that was comedy gold to me, man. Oh, oh we learned something really cool because we went to this panel about the comic. They did a, a comic. Oh yeah, recently. there's a this yeah, our yeah. friend Brian Lynn. She does the writing. He wrote. There's it's basically the continuation Bill and Ted comics. He, it's um, Bill and Ted's Triumphant Return. You oh, should nice. definitely yeah, check it, it out. Just came out. Yeah, yeah. And cool. tell them about Station. What? Remember Station? How they came up with the Station. name Station? Oh, because Station. Well, I forgot. Now Station. I forget. Wasn't it like the guy? There was a guy that said it. There was. A, yeah, they just they couldn't come up with the name. I, I'm paraphrasing, but they couldn't come up with the name. And they said like just just put something in place and. Somewhere around, they just saw the word station and put it down, like just as a place filler. It was a placeholder, and then ah, they were like, that's the name, yeah. Station! Station! Station's creations. They made the robot Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Robot Bill and Ted is the best. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Oh, man. I love and then the ones that, they uh, the that one- hell scene. Where with uh, the Easter Bunny, yeah, still scares the shit. It reminds me of Child's Play. It's it's almost got the same kind of like color and the it's the same animatronics I think they used, like that face that it reminds me of like Tim Burton. That that whole hell scene has a very Tim Burton. It's a it's it's, like a Danny. It's like a um, what is it? There's a it's a German filming style. That's it's not like it's not noir. It's the dogma? No, it's what they did. It's like, like Sam Raimi. Oh, okay. It's that sort of filming okay. style, well, and, they, which is what Tim Burton did a lot of, where it's like very angular sort yeah. of, well, Sam of too. stuff in Sam all of your shots. Sam Raimi. Anything else you guys watching? Um, I just finished Gotham. Um, you like I, Gotham? I like Gotham a lot. Can get into it. Um, it's it's good. It's a good drama. I'm I'm tr- I'm quitting Arrow at season three because it's just getting more and more teen soap opera as it goes. So I'm out. I'm watching Flash and I see that's going the same direction. So well, they're CW know. shows. Yeah, I, think I, just, that was I like the superhero to be expected. Aspect. I'm just t- I don't want to watch, watch Agents of Shields. Opera. Yeah, I mean, Agent Carter's great. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, all the Marvel ones are real, Marvel real ones, dark. Man. Awesome. It's like DC does dark really well in the theater, and Marvel's doing dark really well on TV. Well, it's because like Warner Brothers, they're, they've Smallville was this their big hit, so that's what they they try to replicate the Smallville thing, which is like a yeah half teen soap half. Smallville was actually good though. Man. I can never get into it. Yeah, it was too much of the teen thing. Yeah, I was like Tom Welling was, I was pretty like good. I, I, I like thought he was pretty yeah, good. Superman. I mean, well, I, yeah. I was that. I was young when I was watching that when Smallville came out. I was in my early twenties. So yeah. like now, yeah, trying to watch it, it's just. I was like, never been. Yeah. I was a, never a big Superman fan. Yeah, yeah. he was a little too. Uh, he was still a little too uh, perfect. I, I think for me, I was more more of a Batman. I love any exactly. of the star yeah, characters. Yeah. I, I get like that. I think, but world. Superman's fun though. It is fun. He can take an S off his shirt and throw it on guys. The Batman <laughs> can be fun. Dude, that was part two, and part two was the best one. Part yeah. two, it was dark, and that's because it was dark. Yeah, part two was dark. He had Zod. 
And, and like the, thing, the comparison I made from the old Superman to the new Superman is in Superman 2, when he fights General Zod, what General Zod did was attempt to destroy the city to distract Superman so Superman would have to save the people while trying to fight Zod at the same time. Whereas in this new one, they just fucking rummage through the whole city. Superman destroys everything as equally as General Zod. And it's like, that's not what the fight's about. It's about you protecting the city and and fighting the villain at the same time. That's that's the interesting thing about Superman is that he can do both things. He can protect yeah. people. It's sort of like how rather uh, than fuck you. And just it's like, like how in Power Rangers they would have those big Megazord fights, <laughs> but then you'd never see the news reports about how like because they were destroying <laughs> like right. buildings right. and like that was happening in an alternate Power Ranger dimension <laughs> well, someone, where there are these disposable cities that aren't real cities. Someone was telling me that the Marvel Universe on TV is based in post Avengers. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All, they reference it. Kitchen, all the all, stuff. Yeah. There's all kinds of references like Jessica Jones. New York. Yeah. There's a stuff. there's a crazy scene in Jessica Jones involving a like New York survivor encounter with her like it's oh. there's a lot of it's crazy all tied together. It it's all so ties cool. together. Um especially Agents of Shield cuz they're like Agents of Shield one of the ways they would deal with not being able to have like all the main stars of the movie is they deal there's a lot of episodes if it's like before and after a big movie they'll be like cleaning up like they cleaned up the mess in Thor 2 like all the aftermath of Thor 2 yeah. they're responsible so they're not like right there in the thick of it but they're like right on the side at the end like yeah, yeah. The or like leading into Avengers or they lead 2. into Avengers 2 like they're the ones that find out this is like so you know in Avengers 2 they're like on, they're right there, like they're attacking Baron Strucker's compound. Well, if you had watched Agents of Shield, the episode before that movie, right before the movie started, you would know that the Shield team found that's how they they, they found discovered they the discovered location. the location of Strucker's lair, and they're like the episode literally ended with Coulson saying, "Assemble the Avengers," so you could like watch that the episode. Theater. Then you go, you go to the right movie to the theater, movie. just yeah. boom. Like, okay, what's freaking your opinion awesome. on that opening scene CGI quality? I liked. I don't have a problem with it. Did anybody else think it was uh, poor? I don't know. I mean, I, I've only I only saw it the once, and it was opening, and I was super excited. So I haven't looked at it like objectively in that way. I, I just loved it, but I don't it know. It ca- caught me off guard. Like when people are flying through the air and stuff, it just looked extremely cartoony. You can totally hmm. tell. Well, CGI. you know what they should have done is they should have built like a real. Iron Man to and just sort of send an <laughs> look. Just the, I, I, mean, the, I know the, we can man. do it. And the rest of the CGI the in the movie. No, the rest of the CGI in the movie. The floating island of the city. Everything was really good, but that first opening scene was like, "Fuck it, this is what we're gonna use," and it was like just cheaply done. It was just really bad. Yeah, Everything I don't know. Else I was all the all the CGI in all the Marvel movies was really good, except for that opening scene in Avengers. I don't know. I have to go back and revisit two. it because, again, like opening night. Yeah, I, we, I wasn't caring about that. I was excited to see the Avengers again. <laughs> Anything else you guys watched? I caught up on some old stuff, and then uh, the main series I'm watching right now is Ash vs Evil Dead, uh, which is just phenomenal. 
Um, but I also caught up. I'd never seen District 9, and I finally got to oh, watch wow. that. That's a great movie. movie. And, yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of it. It was really great. The um, part when he's, like, uh, burning the babies, and he just says, oh, it's just like popping corn. Yeah. And the baby scream. I was like, that, like... Nearly traumatized me for a movie experience. Like, oh my yeah, god, he's laughing an... about it. He's burning babies and laughing, just casually killing living living alien babies. Holy shit! You just hear him popping with the fire going. You hear him screaming. Oh my god! It's definitely not one. It's one of those. It's like you have to be in the mood to watch a movie that's intense. I like had that. no idea like, it was yeah. going to be like that. It's not yeah. like let's get some popcorn and hang yeah, on. let's watch that. Yeah, but yeah, it's, was, it's really was, really good. Though. I was really impressed with it because I, I think I think I had heard like bad reviews from some people and I just never seen it and then I did watch it on Netflix and I was I was so happy I just so. went through a Hellraise or a Hellraiser kick cause I'm, <laughs> I'm in a horror movie kick I love Hellraiser man so a guy I'm, from our school directed Inferno yeah oh uh, uh, that's my least favorite one <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna direct the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange yeah. man are they doing a, a new Doctor Strange yes yeah. it's part of the New Marvel next phase. I just saw. Uh, I just watched Hatebreed. I really like horror movies right now. So mm-hmm. I just or not Hatebreed. Nightbreed. I was gonna say Hatebreed is a band. Yeah. I watched Nightbreed. Uh, it's Clive Barker. Yeah. Uh, Danny Elfman does the um, score. So it's huh. like a. It's not. It's more fantasy than horror. So it's like a really twisted, dark fantasy with like horror elements. All the, all the um, creatures in it are. Awesome. I mean, the amount of time and money they must have spent on like a five second scene to show some crazy ass demon. Huh. Like the detail they put in these demons when she's walking through this underground lair. There's all these crazy monsters and stuff. Oh, it's so cool. That's actually something I'll say about the new Ash vs. Evil Dead is they're starting to introduce like demons from the book. So mm-hmm. like it's like new d- deadites and stuff like okay. that. And the visual quality of them has been uh, has been pretty killer. Like the, I think I'm on like second. I think they've only had like two or three episodes out so far. Yeah, man. Cost- they haven't and, uh, cheaped out yet. Like, no, man. I mean, it's they have one that's a little like you can tell that they tried to keep it campy, but by taking out the amount of like cheap special effects that they used to use, they switched for like After Effects stuff. Where it's yeah. like, you can tell that was like an After Effects effect that just happened. But you kind of accept it in that B movie world, or it's right. like that's part of the art behind it. Um, but they had this one guy who's just like faceless, crazy mouth, and they had part of his body like twitching out, like it was a like a video recording almost. While they mm. had him motion tracked in this huh. place, it was, it was very cool. like visually, it was really cool for a, a, a demon. Like combining like different types of art, hmm. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I like when people. Uh, pepper on CGI, you know, and don't like uh, when it's used to make something better. I can understand if that's all you have to work with, and you do the best you can. Like uh, Will did our uh, the lightning, the the electrician sketch. Oh yeah, and it's he has this Zeus like god, lightning god, come down and restore electricity in the theater. It's for a broken light. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they uh, hand-drew all the lightning in that at 24 frames per second. So Dang, every, huh. How yeah, long did it take you to do something like that? That took me two weeks. Jeez. So, wow. and, and, yeah, so that was, that was, and that was, like, every day for a couple of hours. Um, because it, it literally was, for some of it, you could loop it, you know, and you could kind of, there was, like, cheats you could use. Right. But for the most part... 
you have to, if you're drawing the evolution of it especially, you have to draw it frame by frame by frame by frame. So, like, uh, the guys who did, like, the, I remember I did that as a test just to see if I could do it. And then afterwards had, like, so much more respect for, like, the guys who did, like, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, and, like, sure, all yeah. that shit where it's, like, before they really the had hand, these, like, yeah, drawing the programs. Yeah, you know, oh they're doing God. it in cell drawings yeah. by hand and yeah. shit. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I grew so a deep we, appreciation after that. Yeah, we, we do have to do, or Will does, a lot of that stuff manually like that. Well, I was really impressed. I watched some of your other Comic-Con videos, and there was a couple where you had, like, guys in their costumes and you like enhanced it where like Rocket oh, Raccoon actually is blasting his gun <laughs> and Hawkeye's like actually shooting a bow and arrow did you see, did you see the lady it goes right into woman. they had to go into this lady and and like one yeah. of your other friends got shot by Rocket Raccoon and yeah, they're just yeah. like shooting their blasters off but that was really it was very seamless like amazing work oh, thank you yeah yeah it's just, yeah, it's just in there it's yeah. just it's patience and it's fun like the the, the thing about after, after Effects especially and a lot of the compositing software that's coming out the fact that kids can get their hands on it so easily yeah. that by the time like I just started doing it back in like April you know and yeah. and if I had found out about it when I was like 12 well I think about yeah. that's like a lot of animators now think about this a lot of the animators now are the kids that grew up on like Flash like yeah. like think about like because I was like reading about like a lot of like the brothers chaps like they yeah. ended up working in animation because they did like Homestar Runner and stuff. So like the the animators of today are the ones that as kids were messing around with Flash and like you're saying these kids now around. are like right. messing around with these and as the technology improves they're going to be able to do yeah. all this yeah. cool stuff. It, it's what just going to get simpler and simpler and simpler. What I'm hoping it'll do though, because because here's what I've noticed a lot of and we did it too, where it's like the minute you start learning that program, it becomes the I'm going to show you magic tricks for a while. You know? <laughs> and really what it should be is uh, a, a, a chance for you to say, okay, now there's nothing stopping me from writing anything I want to write and whatever I'm going to need for it, I can use in hand with this program and the, uh, the other skills I've adapted to be able to tell my stories. You know what I mean? So th- that's kind of the, the big thing is we're kind of taking off these chains and locks of like, oh, if you don't have a lot of money, then you can't make a, a visually interesting film. Right. We're kind of giving it back to the creators. So I think it's, I think yeah, it's uh, pretty awesome yeah. that you can do this kind of stuff. I, I comfort keep, your home. Yeah, yeah, I keep reminding Will because he he sets deadlines for himself and uh, like yeah. overschedules his work, and he's also taking uh, sketch writing classes stuff. right now and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, I keep reminding him like, well, we don't we don't have a boss. We can do whatever the fuck we want. We can take our time to ever. We don't have a deadline. We set our own deadlines. We don't have any censorship restrictions. We can do whatever the fuck. And then he we brings want. me a whole bunch of marijuana. Yeah. And then and he's like, "Don't worry about it, bro." And then I'm shitting myself the night before a shoot because I'm trying to make sure everything's still together. So you make sure he keeps Jimmy, on track, right? Yeah. Jimmy's, Jimmy definitely makes sure that I relax. I'm like the yeah. Tony Robbins of the group. Like, <laughs> patience and confidence. <laughs> You guys are doing your thing and getting yeah. your stuff out there. And yeah, how long have you been doing your podcasts? Well, well this been, current iteration is doing been steady for like four years. Four years, yeah. yeah that's yeah. great. I love meeting people who are doing their thing, man, and collaborating. That's always awesome. It's just cool to be able to to be able to do your thing. 
Yeah. 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 Like not letting things restrict you. Like if you have something you want to do, make it. Like there's no, you know, I mean, no one's gonna make it if you don't make it. No one's gonna see it if you don't put it out there. The first season when we did 26 episodes, we didn't sit down and say, "Oh, we gotta do 26 episodes." We sat down. Will would be like, "Guys, I want to release something on Monday. I forgot to charge my camera today. We have about." 15 minutes of battery power. I want to I want to film we, something right we, we now. We shot something so, in like 20 minutes. So we like yeah, come, we like, commando us. It was the ex girlfriend sketch. The ex girlfriend so we commando, sketch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're at the film uh, festival, and it was the 48 hour film festival. We finished filming that. And we're sitting there, and I'm like, you know, talks of taking a break or, or coming up because we're tired. We've been hitting it hard. I'm like. He really wants to put this clown stomper together, which we're, we're actually starting tomorrow. And, um, and we got to do the fight choreography. Oh, man. Yeah, and map out everything in the theater. Tomorrow's going to be the rehearsal. And um, cut muscle in the movie. Get back to the apartment. Oh, oh, <laughs> but like, see, I'm do like, you see why I, I make lists? I know. Do you see? <laughs> but and then it's just like having the mentality. I was like, all right, well, let's have seasons. Let's end the first season. We'll film everything. Then we'll start the second season with most of our projects finished. So yeah. we won't be stressing on every day. And it give us time to start actually. It's always of, good. If you can do that, yeah. it's the way to do it. Yeah. And instead of rushing now to do a project, we can actually like put some thought in it. We've got this fun one uh, to kind of play with the audience where we've taken a, a scene from Karate Kid. Okay. We've added a whole bunch of shit to it, like in the background, the audio tracks, all this sort of stuff that we're trying to hide in there. And we're going to put it up and see if people can actually find everything. Oh, that's awesome. What's the scavenger hunt? The uh, dojo the, scene? The dojo oh, scene. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. My yeah. cousin is in that movie. He's one of the, uh, like, the thugs. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. like, he has, like, a couple lines. But I don't know if he has a name. No, yeah. not, like, one of the cool lines. I could point him out, laugh. but... I mean, he's you know he's, he's pretty much background, but he's, he's also it. he's also in the movie Chopping Mall. That's right, or oh, Kill shit. Bots. Yeah, have you ever seen? Oh, that? I met Ralph Macchio at my hotel. Did you? Yeah, he came out. Uh, he was, uh, I think he was, he was by the ballet booth. He still looks pretty young. Yeah, he came in and he was totally casual and cool. And I like had like a near like. You know, like, what would you call it, like a geek out? Yeah, yeah. I, was a kid. I saw it in the theater. Everybody, we all, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, like... That was one of my, that was the other favorite part of Goldberg. He's like, if you were a kid in the yeah. 80s, like, come on, if you were a boy, like, Karate Kid Absolutely. was your jam. Right. Like, every I was kid. like, oh my God. There was a karate boom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, because of that movie. Yeah. There was the karate, karate boom. Every that. kid did. I, I went to my one karate class. I went to three classes. I went to one, and then he's like, get down and do push-ups. And I'm like, Dad, Daniel didn't have to do push-ups. I don't want to do right. push-ups. I, I made it to orange belt, which is the second or third belt. I think it went white, yellow, orange, or white, orange, yellow. I could not do it. I, and I, I was just, I was, I was like, I didn't. Like I was like, team. where's the, where's the nunchucks? Yeah. That was my thing. Like, <laughs> I wanted to learn Akita, and my parents were like, we can just buy you a wooden sword. And just like, <laughs> go out in the backyard. <laughs> Sweet, that's that's the same thing. Beat the crap out of a few trees. It was fun. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Get him a stick. He'll like it. <laughs> and then there was the because there was the karate boom, and then there was the ninja boom. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because then there was all those like ninja movies. Like there was like so many. No, ninja the American movies. ninja movies. There was like American so, bad. so oh, bad. Yeah. Except Beverly Hills Ninja. 
That was probably my favorite. Ninja favorite ninja. Favorite ninja. Well, then there was like every cartoon. And then like every cartoon had a ninja character. Some yeah. had two. Well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, of course. But yeah. G.I. Joe had Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. Yeah. yeah. No. Storm Shadow was way cooler. Well, because he, well, he was the, he was the flip-flopper. <laughs> Snake Eyes was a true Joe. Storm Shadow was just whoever like, paid him more money. Snake Eyes was like a recon, like a seal. I got the I got like the gist of it. I like the use of the ninjas and the tick. Remember just the like video the game idea of just like regular dudes. What about just uh, sign up to be ninjas? The yeah. video game Shinobi. Yes, that oh, shit was, yeah. the the bonus scene. Where you the bonus the round with the ninja stars oh, awesome. was like the best thing. I remember I had the computer game and you could set it to just do that bonus game. And I oh I love this was, so what much. What was the ninja game where you had the white dog next to you? It was like a white wolf. Was that Shinobi? No, that doesn't sound like a shinobi game. There was a ninja game where you had a white wolf as your companion and it would attack the people for you. Is that one of the Ninja Gaiden sequels? I don't think so. It came out around the same time as Shinobi. If any of the listeners we'll have to look that up. are chatting, no. Someone, someone who's listening right the now is like texting. Video game. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. The white wolf. Like, oh, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Why would you not know it's that? Like, and there was Bad Dudes versus Dragon Ninja. Oh, Bad Dudes was pretty cool. I like Bad Dudes. Everybody loved Bad Fight Ninjas. Final Fight yeah. was good. More um, Fighting of, Ninjas. Wait, was there a Fury one? It was Fatal Fury. Fatal Fury. But that was like a Street Fighter Battle game. Battletoads yeah. Double Dragon. Yeah, Battletoads Jugger Double Dragon. That was only on console, I think, though. Yeah. Or was that in arcade? I, I thought so. they did an arcade version of Double Dragon, didn't well, they? Well, definitely yeah, Double Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. Oh, that was Double like, Dragon was the... That was, that was the first... Well, that's 3D. like the original beat-em-up. That was the first 3D, where you could actually take the character up a little they bit into, into, the, the, into the environment. Yeah, into the yeah. So you could go yeah. up up the ladder. I loved RoboCop, the arcade version of yeah. RoboCop. That, it was I really had that on funny. computer, because, yeah, it was, it was pretty violent. Well, the most violent game was... I don't think this, we're just talking about video games, but... The most violent game is anybody, you remember Narc? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you can just blow dudes up, yeah. the bazooka. Dude, it was right and next to that, the And then, like, cop. somehow yeah. they didn't censor. It was, like, the one game that wasn't censored on no. Nintendo. You know what game Because, like, all the Nintendo games yeah. were censored. Uh, Slaughterhouse. You were in, like, this yeah, that was Sega. mask. That was Sega, though. Oh, that was like, so brutal. Could, it was, like, Sega oh, got away with a lot of that. Was it, what about stuff. Smash TV on NES? Was oh, that, man. Did, was the Smash TV on? Was it on NES? Or was it Super? No, it was on Super. It was on Super. It was on NES, yeah. But I'm sure... But they but probably, was, they probably, like green they probably, red blood yeah, it probably wasn't blood like board, But because I think because of the anti-drug angle or something, they That's got away with like narc, like just no, you can no. just blow dudes up. And then and then <laughs> there was dudes, dudes, and then the remember the druggies would throw hypodermic needles at you, wicked <laughs> high, like, you would kill dogs. You kill dogs, <laughs> like because there was like dogs would attack you. It's a very, very violent game. Yeah, but I, I, I was, I really liked that game. Do you, do you ever remember uh, Michael Jackson's Moonwalker? Yes, yes. Yeah. yes. Well, we that zombie awesome. level yeah. pissed the fuck out of me for years. I recently beat that game. It <laughs> well, took me. We, so they played it during long. the Extra Life Marathon, yeah. and like Josh pointed out, that zombie level is like impossible. Yeah. yeah, there's like it's a insane. part unless you know like the exact like trick to it. Like there's no way to the beat pattern. it. The pattern, yeah, yeah. That's what's cool about NES games. My favorite thing was you memorize the pattern, and then once you memorize that pattern, you can make it through each level. That was my favorite part yeah. about NES. Kids these days have no idea. Yeah, memorize. They have it, no idea. Like, Except my kids do because they play old school games. Well, so, some games know. have his son. You need an his, unrelenting okay. game. This is like, awesome. His five year old son. 
got beat like the first dungeon of Zelda with no help. And this is a five year old of oh, today's yeah. kid. <laughs> oh, like, he like doesn't. Original NES original. Zelda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. Like, that's pretty yeah. amazing. Did you ever watch, uh, uh, any, like, did you have any grandparents or, like, older family members that would try to play it? Like, a video game system? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My grandmother tried to play Mario, and for the first, like, she, she yelled, I remember she was yelling at my mom about it, she was like, I played it for two hours, and I kept dying within the first couple of seconds. She's like, oh, you gotta jump over the thing. And she goes, you can jump. <laughs> I had no you idea you press I remember the only time I ever got a family member to play was like I got my aunt to play Tetris oh yeah she, she was into it my but gr- then your grandparents I remember the Wii was kind of the thing that got them into actually into it well but my yeah. grandparents they had like since I was a kid they had their den was the Nintendo room yeah, and they yeah. stocked it with every Nintendo system when it came out. My grandma's favorite game was always Dr. Mario, but she'd play like anything with us. Like, but they had it's still there. The Nintendo room is there with all the I stuff. Got to, I witnessed. Brando finally got to visit the Nintendo. I had room. heard so much about what's your, what's your it. What's your favorite favorite Nintendo game of all time? Oh man, I was just talking to somebody about this. That's a really hard question. I'm gonna have to go with Super Mario Brothers three, probably. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. Um, that's pretty high up there. Tecmo Super Bowl is really high up there for me. Like I played so much of that game. Like, Who's back that they always show? Was it Peyton? Whenever you made like a good catch or something, it always showed that same screenshot. Yeah. Well, I love those cut those Tecmo cutscenes were awesome because then they'd use them in their other games like Ninja Gaiden and even the wrestling game and even like all their sports games. They had like those cutscenes. But it would probably be Super Mario Bros. three or Tecmo Super Bowl. Or maybe, like, I don't know. Everything's good. It's all right. It's See, it's, it's tough. If you're talking about just NES. What game did you spend the most amount of time on? Oh, gosh. I spent a lot of time playing video games. <laughs> probably Legend probably Zelda. Zelda or maybe yeah. Metroid. I was going to say I had the Nintendo Power with the full Metroid. Oh, yeah. yeah you had to. Like, Zelda, for <laughs> Metroid, Mega <laughs> Man 2 also. Maniac Mansion. I was a huge Maniac Mansion fan. I was obsessed with that game. Yeah. And then all the Marios. Like, all Mario one, 2 is three. my favorite Mario. It's I'm definitely a Zelda and Mega Man yeah. fan. Yeah. And I followed Mega Man up for a while. Up until it got to, like... Um, I got Mega Man yeah. 3 and three was so hard I was like done. <laughs> yeah. Like three was impossible. Three was, I don't think I ever beat three. Two was the best two Mega Man two is probably one of the best video games. I was also a Bomberman fan. Oh, oh I, yeah. I love Bomberman. Phil's yeah. is really feels yeah. like the Bomberman. Playing, but no one you'll never champion. play with me though, because I just Win all the time. Well, <laughs> I don't know. So my friend Anthony, friend of the show, yeah, he has, still has a Super Nintendo with the multi tap, and so we've we played on like the big screen. Like cause you can do, you can do four player Bomberman. I think you can actually do. Can you do more? Just four on Super. No, Nintendo. there's a there's some a Turbo Graphics. You could do like oh, eight I player Turbo Graphics. But yeah, so we'll do four. We've we've done four player Super Nintendo Bomberman. Nice, quite a bit. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. We should probably let these guys go, like, or we're going to ruin their whole sketch for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get up tomorrow. Yeah, you got to go to a wrestling show. I'm going to a wrestling I gotta show. Go to Disneyland. I'm going to, if Super Dragon's there, I'm going to yell at him because I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get pro, I didn't get PWG tickets. Their site crashed before the tickets even went on sale. Everybody is freaking out by the time I get there. So I'm like, so I get there and like everything is sold out except standing room and then I'm debating. 
And I'm like, I don't know if I want to stay in your room. Because the last show was seriously six hours long. And I'm like, I might die. And <laughs> and and then it was as I'm debating, and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to get them. And then they were sold out in the time that I debated in my head. So oh, no God. PWG. I was really bummed. Are you guys Ween fans at all? I like Ween. Uh, they're uh, coming back out. They're reuniting. Yeah, I heard uh, about that. Yeah, everybody's freaking out. Obsessed with that, so we. She wants to get the tickets. They they have only one confirmed date. That's in Colorado right now, and I may be driving to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth maybe. it. I'm going to Arizona in December for a band that's reuniting that I like. So nice. <laughs> They're called Fine China. Okay. They were like super super local like indie band, but did like four albums, and I love them. What town? Local what town. Uh, well, they're from Phoenix, but they used to play a lot in Southern California. I, I used okay. to book a lot of shows in college, and we had them come out and play a bunch, and they're super good. So, anyway, all I'm saying is Sorry. it's worth driving for that good band. Yeah, man. And it might be the last time. You never you know. Never That's where I'm, like, looking. Like, I've, I've been really obsessed with the Beach Boys lately, and Brian Wilson is, like, you know, watch that. I don't know if you guys saw um, Love and Mercy, the movie with John Cusack and Paul Dano, where they both play Brian Wilson and... Oh, I heard about it it's when they were filming it. It's phenomenal. amazing. Is it on? Netflix? It's on. Nef- it's on. It's not on Netflix, but it's on. I got it on Redbox. But it's what's it called? Love and Mercy. It's so good. And so it's I've been really like, because I've always been a huge Beach Boys fan, been a Brian Wilson fan. My dad like really, and I saw them at a young age, and it was very impression, made a huge impression on me. So we've been very obsessed lately. So I'm like, we got to see Brian Wilson, and like we missed his LA show. It was like in June, and I'm like. What if he doesn't do another tour? Like, what if this is this is when these guys are getting up there? You have to start taking this into consideration. Yeah. And and I'm like, what if he stops touring? But he keeps adding days, and I'm like, if he, I don't know, I don't feel is like he's still alive. Oh yeah. But um, he's. But I'm like, I want to drive. He's not that old. He's like in the sixties. He's in like yeah, like late sixties maybe. John Cleese did a tour. I think I think it was like one foot in the grave or something. Yeah. It's like see me before I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, do it now. <laughs> well they did that big last show in London that like looks freaking awesome. Yeah. I and I, I was telling Phil, I'm like, Would you fly to London? Like I would. <laughs> if there was the uh means I would have way. definitely done it. I but. met uh Billy Connolly and he got out of the car. He was in a Range Rover. And I'm giving him the ballet ticket and for some stupid ass reason. I go, John Cleese. Oh! And he goes, nope. Happens all the time. Takes the ballet ticket, goes inside. I'm like, I just, I just said Boondock Saints. Oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All it's, right. Um, yes, is another segment of our show. I yep. hope you guys are... Ready, ready for, for this? this. Okay. It's time. It's time. It's Marmaduke time. Right. <laughs> Tonight we'll be doing a reading from Marmaduke. My mom got me these Marmaduke books, so we've been reading like, them on the show. You gotta put them to use. We might as well. Um, Marmaduke is like the worst thing that's it's ever. It's horrible. It's the worst thing ever. It's like... So we basically hate read it, I guess, but... Marmaduke was a staple with my, uh, my uncle yeah. growing up. Actually, yeah. Did he, like, actually think it was funny? Yeah, he loved it. He has a photo <laughs> of him 
doing one of those things where he's like, <laughs> are you serious? The where it looks like he's being dragged oh by Oh my gosh! He fucking loves the shit. We need to get him on our show. Does he like <laughs> dogs? Like what? Is... Yeah, loves dogs. It's because yeah. he likes dogs. People love dogs. <laughs> dogs too. It's, there's not even a joke. That's right. just that's it. If you have the dog, like dog, you know people love yeah. dogs. There's a dog doing something. It's great. Yeah, yeah. That's why America's Funniest Home Videos shows all those dog clips because everyone's like, "There's a dog running around." I love it. <laughs> cats too, man. Cats, yep, yeah. Cat, yeah. That's why everyone loves Garfield. Well, that's the Jeff Edwards dog baby formula. Yeah. Yeah. Dragons. People love dogs. Yeah, People love babies. You match up dogs and babies, millions of dollars. Yeah. Baby dogs. <laughs> all right. So tonight. Uh, in Marmaduke. So Phil, the dad, his name's Phil, uh, he's got a cold, looks like. He's going, uh, uh, he's gonna sneeze. Marmaduke looks concerned. Chew! Marmaduke covers his ears. And then Phil's laying down on the couch. I gotta go, I gotta go to the doctor. And he's like sniffing with his little Kleenex. Marmaduke's very concerned. Full my hay fever shot. And his wife says, poor dear, sneezes again. And then his wife says, take Marmaduke when you go for a shot. And then Marmaduke goes, rah, and he runs away. And then she's explaining, he's outside, he's up in a tree. Marmaduke's up in a tree, and the wife is explaining to the neighbors, I use Marmaduke, go, and shot in the same sentence. Because he doesn't like to go to the vet. So what does that fall oh, under? Shot. So he yeah, he doesn't want to go to the shot. Like yeah. the tree. Does Marmaduke think he's people? No. Marmaduke, well, yeah, because he can understand words. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I guess. He gets it. It's the it's the Scooby Doo thing. No, yeah. no. If yeah. Anybody know? Like, if you own a dog, dogs will learn things that you say. They don't like. So it's shots. based on that joke that Marmaduke thinks he's going to the vet to get a shot, so he jumps into the tree to hide. Oh, that's right. cute. So that, that's kind of a. Joke, I guess. Yeah, way cute. more than most Marmadukes. Yeah. Like some of these last week. This is fun. why. This is why we have memes of dog faces. And Did it you says guys ever yeah. the, the the chewing gum one? Oh, Bazooka Joe. Bazooka oh yeah, yeah, those are like the crazy. Yeah. yeah, but at least those are all like bad insane. puns. Yeah, a lot and of these like like this last one. Marmaduke drives a. a a garbage truck, like with his hand. That. Yeah, he drives. He ain't got no hands. Yeah. So what's the rules there? Is he, he's a person. So he a yeah, at one point he's as dumb as a real we, dog. We said last week he's like super. The week before that, right? The week before that, he had no consistency. Whatever power the week he needed, before he that, did. he had human thought bubbles. Like he yeah, he's think. like thinking right. thoughts. But so like, like what? There was just no Garfield structure. Rules? No, no, because it's not consistent. Garfield is consistent at least. Although we still haven't decided. There are some where he's directly talking to John, right? It seems like there is, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. The cartoon, yes. Definitely in the cartoon. Were you the one who told me about Garfield without Garfield? Maybe. That's the best. I love Garfield. It's the saddest. You realize that, like, John is a really sad person. I want to do the same thing with. uh, Because half of them is John, like, joking about killing himself. (laughs) I want to do the same with Bob's Burgers. Which is based off this fan theory that I came up with, where uh, uh, Bob's oh God, what's his, what's his sister's name? His wife's sister. Uh, you don't watch Bob's Burgers? No. Oh. What's wrong? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Meg uh, Mullally does her voice, but I can't think what her name is. Yeah, so uh, the two of them wanted to be together, so they killed Linda and the kids. And Bob went psychotic because of it. And this is all projection of it. And the truth is is that Bob is actually also the guy who owns the wharf. 
and that's his like uh, fish odor. Yeah, fish odor is his like Brad Pitt sort of oh, exterior Tyler you know, like, character. Tyler, yeah, so I wanted to take a whole bunch of episodes and just take out the sections with the kids and just have Bob basically talking to himself alone in the restaurant and just see if it works. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, also interesting is why aren't you watching Bob's Burgers? Yeah, man, I don't know. I've watched it's the best. It's oh great. Gosh. Yeah, I know. That's, it's what, everyone, so that's what everyone good. says to when they find out I It's so... I'll, that's like my standby. Just if I want to watch something, I'll just watch turn that Belgies. on. The Belchies, the Goonies episode oh is like gosh. the funniest thing. I'll have to check it out. Oh my god. My, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm ditching Flash... And arrow. Oh, put this in that place. And yeah, so I'll, I'll put like, it in place. you don't, the kids, like, you, like they, oh, they get so many good voices, like, every comedian on the earth, and then, like, the core, like, Eugene Merman is so funny, Gene, and yeah. Kristen Schaal is, teen, like, um, Louise is my favorite. The kids, the kids sold me so, on that show, yeah. Like Tina, like the fact that <laughs> Kristen Shaw is the only oh, yeah. the only woman that's actually the voice of a woman because the other women are They're voiced by dudes. dudes. Yeah, um, yeah like, is that why the girl in the blue has like that deep voice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, uh, and, uh, and then at Comic Con they do like these liveries and we wanted to go so bad because I just wanted to see him because the Linda guy like even when he's just talking he sounds like <laughs> Linda and it's so weird and her songs and, oh. and, and John Benjamin is so funny like he's so funny I'm watching uh, Wet Hot American Summer right now it's that he's same guy great. who did yeah. Here goes the head. He there goes the hair. Where is Harry Cooper? He's dead in the ground. Harry Truman. Harry Truman. He's dead in the ground. He's dead, 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 dead. Yeah. Just all our songs. Fantastic. All right. And they do lots of good parodies and. Did anyone find out what that video game was with that wolf? No, I think we put Steve to sleep in the chat here. He hasn't Ninja Wolf. Anything since ninjas, so. Ninja Wolf, everybody. Get on that. We'll let you know. We're on the. We're on the case. We're nostalgia detectives. Are That's you, our other. Are you thinking of um, like, was it Beastmaster? Sega game. Altered Beast. Altered Beast. Yeah, because uh, whoa, but that, that was, was just him. Wait, I didn't even tell you about this. The movie Nightbreed reminds me of Altered Beast. It feels like <laughs> I remember seeing it as a kid too. It just felt like I was watching the video game. Altered Steve says Beast. he's huh. still here. Oh, hey, Steve. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to assume you were asleep. Yeah, what made you just think of Altered Beast? Uh, it's a Sega game, and I, I wanted to mention it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Altered Beast Wait, was cool, man. did they have, like, I'm just thinking about anything where they had, like, a canine companion, and I'm kind of drawing oh. a blank. Golden Axe? No, man. Total different viewpoint. This, uh, this is Golden Axe was like the three D. Dogs were always a this was a two like dimensional side scroller. This is a two dimensional side scroller. And it wasn't a Ninja Gaiden. Was Remember it, Eight was Eyes? When the bird fought Eight Eyes had a bird. What's Eight Eyes? Oh, it was kind of like Castlevania, but you had a bird, and side the second scroller. player controlled the bird that could like oh. fight guys and like fly up and oh, get yeah. stuff. It was really oh, good. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I love Sonic that. That's what you're thinking of. For what? The little fox thing. Come on. Tails. Don't fucking tell me you're thinking of Sonic the Hedgehog, man. That was a console game, man. This is an arcade game, man. You're talking about an arcade game. Arcade, arcade game. Arcade game. Yeah. Now you're talking about a Nintendo game. No, no, no. This was in the arcade All right. around that same time period. Nostalgia detectives are on the case. So this was definitely... <laughs> since it was in the arcade, I'm thinking it must, it must have had 16-bit quality graphics while... NES was at home. I, he's not going to be able to sleep tonight. 
That's what I figured. <laughs> I can just Google it when we. Oh, that's, that's a large part of the nostalgia a large part of the nostalgia detectives yeah. is being good at googling things. <laughs> but you got to know the trick to Google. You got to know what to. You got to right. ask a yep. different question that'll yep. lead you to the answer. Marks. And you got to <laughs> know the syntax. Yeah, we're syntax geniuses. Simpsons, Simpsons had one of my favorite millennial jokes now, where it's. Uh, they're sitting on there, and it's like, are you 18? And they, like, click yes and enter a fake birthday, and they're like, we can hacks into anything, you know? <laughs> that's, that's what a lot of people that's the hacks. I feel like it is. Oh, have you watched the War Games Goldberg yet? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I won't say anything else. But I do, I have seen a lot of the real videos where it's them at the computer, and yes. Murray's getting mad. Oh. The real Murray seems, like, I've really awesome. War Games way too many times. War Games is awesome. The episode's called Do You Want to Play? Nice. What? How many seasons has Goldberg's been now? It's on their third. It's on third right now, yeah. yeah. I've been listening. There's a Goldberg's playlist on Spotify. It's the best thing in the yeah, world. about the dad wanted to be in his underwear? That yeah. was like an 80s thing, right? Because my dad did that shit too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, what was still, with the 80s about wanting to It still carries on with the, I think it's a dad thing. No, no, because when I was a kid, thing, for sure. there's, there's so a it, picture of me when I'm like eight on Christmas opening presents and nothing but just my fucking text. I think that's just the... I'm just saying... It was an 80s thing. My wife says that she calls it, she says I rapture because you'll just walk in and there's my pants by the door and it looks like I was like zapped away and my clothes are left there. She's all, stop rapturing by the door. People are going to see it when they come in. Yeah, it's a Spotify playlist. So I think it might just be a dad thing in general. It's called the Goldberg's Jams and okay. you've got like All the songs Centerfold, Can't Fight This Feeling, Come Sail Away, White Snake, like the Ghostbusters. That's cool. Nothing's going to, like all the ballads, like Night Tom Petty. Like just like oh my gosh, the Africa Toto I was listening to Stan Bush, the just like all the Karate Kid songs, <laughs> and like of course the um, what's the? No, I had the the Karate Kid song. Which song is that? Oh yeah, you're the best. No, the glory of love. I mean, the Peter said, oh, "I am a man who will fight for your honor." I love that song. That song's freaking great, man. I want to live forever. Like, and, and like, I, don't, I, I could see where like normal, like people with no ties would listen to this music and just be like, "What the heck?" But like. Because this is like the music that played through our childhood, like it's just infused with this goodness that I like just get really emotional listening to it. Like, and then what the, so the, they do that on the Goldbergs, like, like the, the, the closing, like, mon, they always have like some kind of like closing song, and it'll be some super powerful, like, ballad and like I remember those so they have these deep emotional ties so like watching the Goldbergs will be like this religious experience sometimes because like their house is like so 80s like but not like in that 80s 80s way but like in a genuine 80s way like it feels like my house like growing up like the furniture and like the VCR dad with his fucking chair yeah Yeah. just like everything about it his chair with his pants off, just in his underwear. And I love that they have the, like, Gene keyboard, and they're, like, making the noises. Yeah. Like, they, they get when they do the mom, so then it's like, Murray, Murray, yeah. Murray. Like, get out, you guys When they do the voice-activated remote, they, they, they convince the dad that you can voice-activate the remote, so it's like, you just say your name and do it. And he's like, Murray Goldberg, record. And then just make the... 
just messing with their dad. Like a night is shining <laughs> from a long time ago. But yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. love these songs. I've been listening to them all week. <laughs> and my next door neighbors are probably like, what the heck is that doing? It went from Beach Boys to like super, to like Power 80s love. ballads. Yeah. I was like, is he having some kind of crisis in there? I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's been awesome. And that's pretty much what's been going on. Yeah. All right, so uh, once again, we have... Where can we find you guys online? We said The Aider Kids the on YouTube. The Kids on YouTube. What about Twitter? Uh, you guys find us on Facebook. Facebook would yeah. be the best place to find us. We have a Twitter. Us. We but, have a Twitter. Uh, I'm most Twitter. active What about on your Twitter? Do you have We do personal? have a Twitter, at Aider Kids. Yeah. What about Jimmy? What about uh, Jimmy? Jimmy, do you have... Oh, yeah. My Twitter is at Russo Sleeps. Yeah. Uh, my name on there is Snack Nuts with a Z. At the end, <laughs> is it still? Will, what about you? Uh, man, fuck Twitter. Find me on Instagram. Go to Will Crespo has a possum, uh, <laughs> which was supposed to be a joke against like uh, Andre Giant has a posse, uh, but nobody gets it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's pretty that. good. It's funny, but Sweet. um, and then you guys, you do like comedy, stand up comedy, uh, stand up. And uh, the Aider Kids pretty much right yeah. now. I, uh, um, I host a Sunday mic that people can come format uh, in Venice at the Venice Grind. Uh, that happens every Sunday. We have some six. comedian listeners. Yeah. yeah, so definitely definitely come down. It's super fun. It's, it's a Venice mic, Grind. Good supportive mic. You can do whatever you want. You can do poetry. You can do comedy. It's BYOB. You can sing. Yeah. Um, That's great. Yeah, and then uh, Westside Comedy Theater. I'm, I'm usually doing shows over there, and just sort of hanging out most of the time. Yeah, we we uh. Jimmy will park your car. At, don't don't. I'm not going to promote the hotel I work for <laughs> at a hotel. They're so like evil. I'm not going to give them a promotion. <laughs> what hotel okay. do you work for? I'm not talking. I'm not going to talk about. What's the it. craziest thing that's ever happened to you at that hotel? A porn star showed me her asshole because we used to have those AVN uh, things. Oh, the adult video awards. Wait, what hotel was this? I can't. <laughs> can't tell you. Motel Six. So uh, we had Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all kinds of nice cars. And this blonde, older, cougar-aged porn star who is definitely seasoned and salty in the business walks up and she's like, "Ooh, I like that Lamborghini. Can I have it? I'll show you my asshole." And bends over, lifts up her dress, and spreads her cheeks. Ah, like nice. I'm just not the guy who just wants to look at assholes and jerk off. Here, have this. Of assholes. Have this Lamborghini. So you did yeah. not give her the car? Is that what she did not get the Lamborghini. Okay. That so was not hers. The asshole did not work. I used to have girls. I used to work at a dispensary in Hollywood. And uh, girls would try to come in and they would like lift their tops and like try to do, try to do stuff like that. We'd never ask. I had a girl that. try and come on to me to let her into Disneyland for really free. Do that. <laughs> She grabbed me. <laughs> we get a lot of um. But I knew dudes that would. Did you? Do I mean, did you go for it? I would have gone yeah. to Disneyland. Like I, they're watching all the time. <laughs> I get. We get a lot of people. Maybe she was a plant who wandered. Could have been. They wander over from Skid Row because ah. I work graveyard. So we get a lot of them at two and three in the morning. They're like to use the bathroom and stuff. No, no, they're they're wanderers. They're just wandering. They end up there. It'll be that's cold. true. We had wanderers at Smod Castle. That was my main job. Was right. just 
Because they would, they would just walk in. When it's really cold <laughs> out, when it's really cold out, they all come, they find our hotel. They come up. Uh, some are schizophrenic. Some are cracked out and drunk. Yeah, there's some pretty dangerous people <laughs> in the middle of the night. That yeah, I've dealt I with the Jimmy Eskilo hard. No, no, with the schizophrenics. Uh, we had this one schizophrenic who came up, and um, he comes up to me, and um, he comes to the window, and I'm sitting in there with the lights off, and he's like, "Yeah, how you doing? I started FEMA." And I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the co-founder of FEMA. I started it with Paris Hilton. So at first I'm like, oh, this dude just coming up to me to make jokes, you know. So then he's like, uh, I'm friends with everybody. I'm friends with the whole Hilton family. I know everybody. Fucking, uh, uh, I call him up on the phone right now. Call. I want to talk to him. So I'm like, I'm like, this guy's not going to leave. I'm, I'm, so I'm like, I pick up my phone and I'm like, so I decide I'm going to jump in his conversation with him. So I'm like, because I don't know if he's schizophrenic. I don't know if he's fucking around or if he's just drunk. So I'm like, which, one, the waters. Do, which one do you want me to See, call? Which which one? He's like, I know the Richies too. And I'm like, okay, so which one do I call? <laughs> no, the Richies. He's like, like, like Lionel on the phone right now. So he's like, call them all, call them all. He's like, so I go, you mean a conference call? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't have their number. And he goes, oh. And he looks down, right? So um, I ask him his name. And then he gets all paranoid. He's like, what? Why do you need to know my name? Why do you need to know my information? And I go, I'm just trying to introduce myself. And I'd like to know your name. Why is that so hard? I was like, my name is James. What's your name? And so he thinks, he's like, okay, Tommy. And he shakes my hand, right? And at the same time, security walks up. Because he had already been at the front desk. And security is like, oh, well, my name's Cedric. Nice to meet you, Tommy. And he shakes his hand. And the, the conversation slips over to security. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And he goes, I understand uh, you requested security because you wanted medical attention. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was over at the front desk. And then he just like looks down and he's like, the voices won't stop. They're getting louder and louder. I need a doctor. And he like starts panicking. And I'm like, oh, I was like, who did I just deal with? So security gets into a conversation with them, starts walking they have a long conversation. The guy ends up not wanting the doctor, and they walk him off property without ever actually telling him to leave property. They just continued a conversation with them, and then just kind of like, how you do it. And had a and it you was just the whisper them out of there. Yeah, I've seen whisk them away. I've seen people from Skid Row come up and have to be the cops are called. They have to be restrained and all kinds of you know crazy. It's stuff easier happens. if you just kind of take me away. No, it was like some weird Jedi shit. Where yeah. security just happened to walk up at the right time when we were introducing ourselves and like improvised the way in huh. and shifted the conversation and walked them off property. I've never seen any situation run so smoothly with such like now that as soon as he talked said the voices were getting louder and louder, I'm like, Ooh, this dude's seriously mentally ill. He wasn't joking, he wasn't trying to get attention. He was seriously hearing these voices and he wanted them to stop. I was like, what just happened? So I'm going to go to this hotel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what they can help me. <laughs> My voices need more confidence in themselves. That's what I always tell them. I tell them to speak up. I'm like, come on, guys. All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Will. Thanks for having us on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And be great. sure to check them out. You can check us out, RadioBrendo.com, BenviewNetwork.com, at BrendoMan on Twitter, BrendoMan at Gmail. Go to RadioBrendo.com to join the gift exchange. Gift exchange, don't forget. And um, we'll be back next week. Yeah, have a happy Thanksgiving. 
Will we be back next week? It might be like later. I don't know. It depends on how that schedule works. All right. Well, yeah. Might, but yeah, the holidays. Yeah, might be a little break, but not much. Gift exchange. Steve's excited. Yeah, it's on. Go to the website and check it out. It's on. Sweet. And everybody have a good one. Eat lots of food. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Maybe, well, I guess I won't be, nobody's Check hiring during Thanksgiving. Probably yeah, no, so we I'll got probably one of our members still... from the Eater Kids on the phone right here, Sarah. Oh, nice. She's just calling me, so technically right. uh, there's a third Eater Kid right now. Say, say hi to the podcast, Sarah. Oh, hey there. All right. Oh, hey. She's the Ween fan. She obsesses over Ween. All right. My phone's dead. So. so she's contacting Will through me right now. <laughs> All well, right. Thanks for being on the show, Sarah. <laughs> Oh yeah, thanks. <laughs> check out Check him out. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. G'day, I'm Kev McCauley. And I'm Bev McCauley. And we run the Dinner Party Small Talk Comedy Podcast. We got all kinds of comedy. We got situational comedy. We got observational comedy. We got improvisational comedy. But we don't have puns. No! If you want puns, then you can rack off. If you like puns, then you're an idiot. Wait, I like puns. Shut up! So listen in to our new episodes every fortnight. Kind of. And if you don't like it, then you can get stuffed. Dinner party small talk. Where the big issues take a back seat to dinner party small talk. Yep. Hello out there in Benview Podcast Land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. 